than the lows. Like you're you're going hey, hey. hey. yeah, like this like a race car. Like this tone is more. This tone is more like even like mid range. <coughs> it's kind of a flat EQ, but this tone is like hyped and hot dog, spicy, hot dog. Did you guys uh, you guys watch the movie that I requested you watch, right? I couldn't. I didn't have time, man. I watched. I had it on for about 20 minutes. I watched it for the amazing theme song. This amazing theme song. Yes. I remember that game. I forget what it's called, though. Red Racer. Quick hands. That was pole position. My soul again. Jodon Baker. My name and lights. You for the puss or you? Wiggle left. This is Shoot the best straight. thing ever. To the go to the, the back, video to the back. <laughs> to the door. That's uh, shit. I can't remember the name. Jonathan Grease is in that. Who was in? Uh, he's in lots of shit. Awesome video game. <laughs> you watch the whole thing? Oh yes! Was it as garbage as all? Oh, it was amazing. <laughs> and when, it's in Italian, right? No, that, that's just the uh, just the way they they they, they uh, might have dubbed the Italian onto it. But this was uh, a her ass. Such an eighties ass. Yeah. She had them big old 80s tits, too. I don't, I don't think that the asses are any, were any different in the 80s. It's the way that the pants pants framed the ass. In the I 80s. think it's 50 50. That change it. It's like chicks are doing squats now, brother. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. There's like the 90s jeans that makes the butt look a certain way. Square. That's true. It's still the same butt. Square. You put you put a low a low cut jean on that same butt and it's going to look more like a 2008 butt. That well, uh, that's fair. But what I'm saying is that the the women's the composition of women has changed too. They're more muscular. Women in the gym now is a thing. I mean, that's there. There's lots of women. I wouldn't training say the that they're more muscular on average. I'd say they're less muscular on average. But yeah, but I'm saying in the da- in lazy. the dating pool is what I'm yeah, saying. Real women are fat and lazy. You heard that here first, folks. <laughs> we this, are anti-pedophilia, but we are very misogynistic. Exactly. <laughs> Pro-misogyny. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, that movie. It might have been the one that sparked the genre of we must save the thing that the adults are trying to take away. Uh, 1981 was when this was made. That's a that, that might be fair. I don't know, though. I mean, well, they definitely didn't perfect it. No, it was this. This is an imperfect film, believe it or not. <laughs> 19, <laughs> I believe it. It's 1981's, an 1981's joysticks <laughs> is, is an imperfect film. It is not. I mean, it's not Hitchcock. I am shocked. It's not even who's a terrible. It's not even McG. It's, it's not. Even, <laughs> it's not even Dino De Laurentiis. <laughs> yeah, it's. It is not good. In his in his. But defense, it was also he was behind Conan the Barbarian. The Conan the Barbarian. Yes, the original. The only one worth watching. Incorrect. Now, what we just saw was the opening of the movie, just the opening credit scene. Remember back when there were credit scenes and yes. like everything was like, it's not really setting anything up. It's just like, here's a song to start this thing because we don't know how to write an opening. When They sh- they could have went to that after they did the opening because the opening was a nerd in his car getting ready to go to the arcade right. and two hot 80s babes trying to, to join a sorority. Yeah. 
they like show them their titties and they're they're uh, they're on a scavenger hunt or something to get like a a picture of a nerd with his pants down or something. Neat. And indeed they did. They pulled him into their car and they showed him their titties. He played with them a little bit, and then uh, they took a picture and went to the to the uh, arcade. And the arcade is the most popular thing in the world. That's nineteen eighty one. Hundreds of thousands of people are at this fucking arcade. Hundreds of hundreds. Thousands. It's there's a line around the world to get imagine a imagine a world <laughs> in a world where in a world where people when they wanted to entertain themselves or do something had to leave the house. They would go outside <laughs> and go to places where other people were and interact. Yeah, it was fucking batshit. Sometimes they didn't even interact. Sometimes they would go off by themselves, but they would leave. What's like the Stranger Things principle when uh, we were so amazed and so pleased seeing a packed to the fucking tit small. Yeah. With, (laughs) I mean, just you couldn't get another fucking person in there. Everybody's hanging out at the food court. They're flirting on the fucking escalators. I guarantee the Duffer Brothers have seen this movie. There's a. (laughs) Yeah, 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 you think? There's a solvent (laughs) dancer size studio (laughs) in a mall space. <laughs> it's business is booming there. How can and nobody can afford rent in 2019 and have a fucking dance studio unless it's a dirt mall? And they're really about to go under. I know the town center's getting ready to go under. But I mean, uh, the reason Joe Don Baker plays like a big wig around town, he's not the mayor, but he's just like a businessman. Sure. We don't know what this business is, but he's got lackeys and there's nephews and they're doofuses. And his daughter, who was somebody that I really recognized, um, gets caught at the arcade. He comes in looking for her, and he's like, well, this must be shut down. My daughter cannot have fun. And there's hijinks in the arcade. There's lots and lots of hijinks. There's so many hijinks. <laughs> but it's basically a caper where the uh, Joe Don Baker employs his team of goons to try to shut down an arcade where people are literally only having fun. That and is what s- do they do to see if they shut down the arcade or not? They play a game. <laughs> Just like in a, in a ski movie, they ha- they race down the mountain and whoever Wait, wins I, I gets I, control. I've heard this premise. This is The Wizard. <laughs> yes. It is The Wizard with Fred Savage. <laughs> I love that Fred Savage. <laughs> Fred Savage, and I believe uh, the who's this? Who's the redheaded singer girl from Rilo Kylie? Um, Jenny, Jenny, Jenny I'm, Watson. I'm not a name. Jenny Lewis. Guy. Jenny Lewis. Sure. I think she was in that movie too. But uh, but th- it is the it is the Wiz. It's the Wizard. It's uh, and it is there's tits all over it. There's everything is suggest- suggestive. There's a Jack Black type character. Who I believe Jack Black may have based his entire life on. I hope. There's a nerd character who I believe. You mean Jack Black's character that he always plays isn't original? No, I don't believe so. You mean that's not actually Jack Black? It's not derivative at all from uh, the uh, guy from uh, Animal House. Can't think of his name. Flounder. Flounder, yeah. He's dead now. Stephen First was his name. No, I'm thinking of. uh, Thinking of uh, Blues Brothers guy. Belushi? According to Jim. Belushi? John Belushi, not Jim Belushi. I like Jim, too. Let's talk about how great According to Jim was. Courtney Thorne Smith. Let's talk about not. Let's talk about summer summer school. Uh, Summer school, yeah. I watched summer school right after I watched Joystick. It was amazing. Yes. Actually, it is a good movie. Anyway, we haven't really even started the show yet. Tis I, the Prince of Podcasting, the Bipolar Rock and Roll, the Slits, the Godfather of Gash, episode 219. And once again, I'm joined by... 
Sentient Mountain, the first white man ever to ice skate backwards down the Kanawha River. Um, Did he just call you a white man? Black man, I'm sorry. Jesus. See, I'm so taken um, aback cool. joystick. It's cool, man. <laughs> you're being really cool about this. I got to say, man, you're being really cool about I just that. misraced you. I mean... I just that was erasure. It's wasn't just it? a race. That Man. was erasure. <laughs> colorblind. This guy gets the colorblind award. Uh, summer 2019. If MySpace was still around, he'd be just on the edges of my top eight. That is old Chucky Tater Sacks <laughs> over there, right, be- right behind Tom. <laughs> Tell me when you're going to do that so I can fucking go with the joke instead of laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Remember all the fucking protracted arguments you used to get into with people about your top five, or was it? It was eight. You could also top eight after a while, right? It went to like fifteen people. Oh man, that was a big thing. It was like it was like the speed dial in fucking Seinfeld, where the girl kept on changing the speed dial. It's like, um, and, and then the, like there will be like five people who know that you ch- that someone's mad at you because you took them off their top. Absolutely. Before, yeah. Before you I took him off know. my top friends. That was a saying. Took him off so, my did top you, friends. I, you know, I heard. I heard. Welcome. Iron Chuck took took Dutch off his top friends. Oh, no, he was had a falling out. Uh, Chuck it's a, a big deal in the valley. Chuck hasn't confronted him about it yet. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make a movie just about MySpace and that shit. We could do that. Write a script about MySpace. I wish that there, about, I wish that there was a way you could simulate it. Like, like I mean, it still exists, but like put a MySpace skin over Facebook. Like, if there's an app that you could like pretend to use it again, sure, so that you could get familiar with it enough to get into that worldhood. I had all kinds of shit on my MySpace. I had I had a musician's profile, so I had all my songs. I had on music. There. I had the song that used to pop up. The last song I put on it that would pop up was uh, "Last Resort" by Barocha. Yeah, we get it. No, it was um. It was a Slayer song. Seasons of the Abyss. Rain and Blood. Is that a song? That's an album. Oh. I think it's a song, too. I was I was a Slayer fan, but I song wasn't. Song, too. Woohoo! That's blur. It was, like, it, was, it was an amazing thing for bands and musicians who were independent and wanted to support other independent musicians. Because, like, all I can find, you know, I, like, what I did was I would just, like, put on my top friends. It was just Juno. It was my music page. And I would just put the stuff, the people in my top friends who who are bands that sounded like me, mm-hmm. and you know, or, or that I liked or whatever. So that it's just like you create a network and you can find all these bands. It's a really easy way to find independent music of stuff that you actually like. Way more powerful than Pandora or or uh, fucking the other one. Even Bandcamp now. It, uh, yeah, it's Spotify. It, Spotify. It's so much more powerful. It was so much more powerful than that because instead of AI telling you what you might like, you actually got to go. Listen, you know, and sample this music like freely. Click on each page and listen. Right, and like, oh, this this band from Indiana actually they use a Rhodes too. It sounds like this or whatever, whatever it was that you liked about them, but it had nothing to do with with the, how well they promoted or fame or your friend who you were friends with had, or politics or anything. I, like I that. think you probably had the same thing. I had tens of thousands of plays on my MySpace. I, I mean, I just because people are, hey, who's this guy? Hey, this this guy has a music. You, thing. The first the, whatever you have is the your first, first track. Yeah, they had lots. You could you could make it not the first track they played. You could make track four play first. I, I said it to random. Yeah, and that, as always, the greatest claw machine, claw machinist to ever exist, the Dirty Shame, Juna, um, John Rambo of regenerative farm. The John Rambo of regenerative farm. I like that. A we lot. haven't done that. Yet. That is the John Rambo. <laughs> the, the John Rambo. He can eat things that make a Billy go pew. <laughs> What the fuck is that? <laughs> That's what he says about Rambo. 
<laughs> oh, okay. You're talking about uh, fish, uh, Troutman? Yes. <laughs> He's taught to live off the land, eat things that would make Billy go puke. And then there's the... That's old Johnny Liberty loads over there. <laughs> yes, his loads are red, white, and blue. He yeah. needs to see a doctor, but yet he refuses. I don't know if he only has sex. Liberty's has been red, white, and blue since you know in this in this century. He only has sex to uh, to uh, Alex Jones screaming at Pierce Morgan. That's a good one. It is a good one. That's one of the best things of all time ever on TV. Insert insert wall of assumptions about alt right yeah. right winger racist. Well, you are all sexist. those things, but you also want everybody to be. But free. so much more. <laughs> all that and more. And a bag of Liberty Chips Okay I don't really like chips very much <laughs> I don't really like Like I got a sandwich At uh, the Big Damn Pizza mm-hmm. I got a Cuban sandwich It was good It comes with chips comes with, Cuban yeah, like, sandwiches are pretty good And right? the chips were good As far as potato chips go And like the pickle But it's like you know what I would have felt better If I just hadn't eaten The goddamn chips Yeah, It just doesn't provide anything for sure. me It's just salt Like I, I got a burrito at um at uh, Sheets this morning. Sheets has okay burrito. Pretty good burrito. Pretty Sheets good burri- has pretty good food. Period. I mean, but it's I had them wrapped. Didn't used to be that way. Mm-hmm. Had them put tots in it. Yeah, it's sitting heavy now. It's a bit heavy on old. You don't need all that fried potatoes. You don't no. need them all. I, I should have known from yesterday. That's, a, that's also my secret to eating fast food. Go to the fast food. Get the with the fucking greasy, ridiculous sandwich that you want. Don't get the fucking get fries sandwich. and don't get the sugary drink. You'll, get feel, a, you'll feel so much better. You can get another sandwich. Yeah, or get two small sandwiches mm-hmm. and, and drink a fucking water. Or get five sandwiches, like I do. Yeah, I, get, yeah, get, <laughs> you can get five McDonald's, regular McDonald's cheeseburgers for like five bucks. That That's I, healthier than eating those. Yesterday, I did a thing. Filings. Yesterday, he did a thing, you guys. This is the beginning of an epic story. How could this be more important than my rant about French fries? About fried. Well, it fits. Okay. Okay. It, it is. It is. It applies. Yes. Um, I just decided, like, okay, I, I know what the mountain eats, the, the amount of calories. So I figured I'm half the size. I'll eat half the calories. So instead of the 10,000 that he eats, I ate 5,000 calories yesterday. And I probably ate 300 or 400 grams of protein. And not. And it wasn't because I was trying to eat it. It's just that everything I ate had protein in it. Like, I started the day with uh, a, a rocket sandwich from... Oh, the rocket's good. Yeah, it's, it's delicious. It's, one of, the, it's one, one of the most underrated Tudor's biscuits. Not a thousand calories in the fucking thing. And then I'm chasing that with a protein meal, with, which had 400. So I'm sitting on 1,300 calories to start the fucking day. And it just snowballed from there. But Yeah, you start heavy... You're but it was hardly any. What I'm saying is hardly any carbs until the end. I don't know the rocket's got a lot of carbs. It does, but I'm saying you know on av- on whole on the whole, it wasn't empty like a fry or a chip or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's that thing is packed with protein. It probably had fifty or sixty grams of protein in it. So that's you know, it's a lot of teen. And uh, I don't know. It was just carryover today, but. It was one of those days where I was ridiculous fucking strong. Like, and I ate a giant peanut butter and jelly sandwich at the end of the night. <laughs> giant. It was probably this thick. 
Jesus. It had a fucking teaspoon, tablespoon of peanut butter in each fucking inch of it. Was it? I mean, was it a triple or quadruple decker? No, just, I'm, it wasn't that. I'm just saying it was. I had <laughs> slathered the fucking thing. Like you I don't really bukkakeed it. I don't fucking. I don't just spread it on the bread. I fucking scoop and it's <laughs> chunks. He builds spackling, he builds. spackling yeah. my fucking <laughs> sandwich with peanut butter. <laughs> he uses a peanut butter spackle. A spackle. <laughs> spackle. Spackling fucking. Give me the tr- give me the trowel. Give me the trowel. There we go. <laughs> But I'm saying he has the fucking water boy coming to him and dumping water. He's mixing a wheelbarrow, (laughs) peanut butter. Gonna get the consistency, and um, and and none of those calories were truly empty. And I just the the point is, is that you're right. You're absolutely right. Like you just feel better eating something that's worthwhile. And I do. And I don't care what anybody says. A peanut butter and jelly sandwich is worthwhile. Absolutely. Try to stay away from it. But. Well, we're on opposite ends, right? Oh, now. yeah. Like I'm, I'm uh, in the middle of a. You're cultivating mass, like basically Mac, always sunny. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm gonna get really fat. Um, Start eating ham <laughs> all the time. <laughs> I do eat. I used to just eat ham. Like I would buy a package of that jelly cut ham and. <laughs> The honey ham's got to be Just get a whole fuck ham Fuck smoked I'm not eating smoked Let's get a whole ham And use a melon baller <laughs> scoop into it And eat it like That's hand fruit gross. <laughs> um, No that was uh, I just thought it was uh, That's absolutely correct What John was saying Is that uh, the fr- And I didn't eat anything Other than the hash brown I didn't eat anything Like that was just A, th- a throwaway all day. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like even if I like I got um I went to the Fayetteville has a curry house now. I heard about it. Oh, yeah. It's, really? it's like Is really, Mark Curry there? So uh, I don't I didn't see him in there. Hanging with Mr. Cooper. But I went in there, got some tiki masalas really good. Came with a side of beets and the meal came included with you know, it includes a f- the fountain drink. You know, it's just just a small fountain machine. I was, and I just walked over, I was like, you know, Pepsi Mountain Dew, you know, whatever. There's like six six options. I was like Water, because just because I paid for the fucking piece, the, the fucking shit stuff that's going to kill me, doesn't mean I have to fucking drink yeah, the stuff that's I going know, to kill me. I know. It's, it's st- I'm still going to feel better and get a better value from not drinking the thing that I paid. Drink for. Drink the damn water, like at the drink at the fucking water. Taco Bell, they got those. There's like a box nachos that are fucking dope. They're really good, and that comes with a drink. And I just said, give me bottled water with it. Have you had the pulled pork nachos from fucking Burger Cart? Not yet. Holy. Balls, really? They're fucking delish, really. Yes, I've been eyeing them. I've been thinking about it, dude. And it's it's got so much fucking pork on. It. I don't know if it's because Nick is my buddy and hooked me up, but that thing was swimming in fucking pork. I'm like, I, I just basically should have taken a fork and crushed the whole thing up and just ate it that way. Or just like spackled it onto a sandwich, <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> Put it in, mix it with some peanut butter, yeah, with town. Mm. So should we talk about the gig, the empty glass? Yeah, we can talk about that. I'm so glad other people went. So, so it can be believed what happened. Okay, what what went on in front of me? Uh, last Saturday night, I played at the Empty Glass for like a thing for the, for a thing where they're trying to build an all ages venue and Dunbar, blah blah blah. Community, community, reaching out, uh, whatever. Five dollar cover for money that's going to go to something that people want, allegedly. Right. It's fine. And we get there and there's 
there's people there. It's not not attended. There's some people there, and about right for a Charleston show. And uh, there's a guy playing first. His name was Andy Get Down. He's the only name I will mention because he was actually competent and yep. good. He played punk music on his acoustic guitar, which was not electric. He uh, my my guitar can plug in. His did not. He had a mic up to it. It was very DIY. He had a guy. What are those things called where you sit on them and you play the drums? I don't know what it's called. It's like a. It's like a, it's like a, a rectangular block. It's like a crate that you can use as a drum, but it's actually meant to be used as a drum. Yeah, and it has the sound on it. You can hit it one place, it sounds kind of like a kick drum. You hit it another place, it's kind of like a snare. snare yeah. it's, and the guy was competent at that. And uh, I liked it because they were prepared. And if if the, uh, the guy playing the drums hadn't practiced the song, he would sit out. But just because, like, I'm not familiar with that, I'm going to go over here and drink a beer while you play. Sure, I I'm not, I'm not going to ubiquitously play. Yes. and play and play and play like like people really want to hear me masturbate that badly. I'm going to play exactly. when I have something to add to yeah. the music, exactly. which is what a musician does, not what most people that play on stage do. <laughs> <laughs> <what a> musician does. <laughs> a little incisive oh. and. Uh. And applicable snobbery from John. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> but I no, mean, but you're I, absolutely. You didn't go through what we went through, man. I know, but I, I'm saying it's snobbery of the best kind because it's I, true. I hosted most of the open mics in Morgantown for four years straight. From like no, I know you know. See, that's the thing. I, you know how much what I had to listen to in this context. Snobbery is not an insult. It is a fucking compliment. Oh, and then uh, well, when the, the whole thing was happening with um, a comedian jack- jacked off in front of people. Oh, Louis Louis. C. K. So, yeah. it, so I said, um, Louis C.K. gets, uh, you know, masturbates in front of people, and he's ruined. Jam bands do this as a matter of course, <laughs> and everything's cool. <laughs> Not fair. <laughs> and he asked beforehand. Yeah, he had permission. <laughs> Fucking fish. That's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying they're not talented musicians. They're extremely talented musicians. But it. fuck off. <laughs> Cut it down. A twelve minute a twelve minute section of the song where you're doing the same thing over and over and over. I fucking get it. Okay, it's a crunchy groove, man. Fuck off. Fucking noodling ass motherfuckers. God. Andy, get down. He was really good. I, I enjoyed him. Back to the point. You were, uh, if you listen to because the, they said they were going to Google me. If you're listening, top of the pops, old chap. You were great. Next yeah, guy. And when you were playing, they were up in front yes, they cheering. Did, they like, did what we great. did. We, yeah. we stood in front of them and we clapped because we're musicians. And he was like, and that's what you're supposed to do. And he was like, you know, saying things like, man, this guy's got a great voice. And, we, you know, why aren't more people here? And, you know, being supportive, like yeah. what you're supposed to do. And the next guy, don't know his name, didn't care to remember it, didn't care to learn it. It was as though. He covered Blue on Black. He covered Blue on Black. He played blue and, and black and in front of people in 2019, Charles. And, and everything else that, that I he hate co- this guy already. And everything else that he played was in the same genre. Sounded like blue and black. Yeah. Was there a lot of Brantley Gilbert in there? No, it was it was it was the covers that you would think a dad would do. And I'm old enough to be a dad. <laughs> was his name? Um, was his last name uh, Marsh? Was it? No. <laughs> it was as though Randy Marsh had gotten on stage. Except for this guy had significantly less fucking talent than Randy Marsh. How the fuck can you have less talent than Randy, Randy Marsh? Randy Marsh could fucking jam. The guy, the guy was, the guy was inverting major and minor chords. The guy was, he, he, was he would start the song is that a major chord. I don't like. Well, you, you've heard like the the Nirvana, you know, oh. like this, this major. Imagine doing that in the wrong way. Yeah, 
Imagine and not starting knowing, it off and not major. knowing that you're playing the wrong chord and singing over. We're losing what so many people right now. Fuck. We'll get to it. Don't worry. He would start off in a major chord, and then when it comes back around to the verse again, it would be minor. Or and, I, and we're like, I'm, and I'm just like, man. This is bad. I was eating hot wings at this point. I'd already, <laughs> I was steaming, and it wasn't because of the heat of the wings. <laughs> he played Last Dance with Mary Jane. Everybody knows how that song starts. What are the first words to Last Dance with Mary Jane? Um, Hold on. I'll, I'll start with... She grew up in an Indian There we town. go Yeah Probably hasn't heard the song In 15 fucking years She grew up in an Indiana town Had a good looking mama Never was around But she grew up tall He started it off With the third verse And the, the thing that got me about that And he wasn't good well, that got me, he, he wasn't prepared Is that the entire day previous Charleston had a A Tom Petty festival Type thing There was like some Thing where everybody did Tom Petty covers You know what I mean It was like a celebration Of Tom Petty songs The day before Which I can imagine Some people were doing Those well So he did a Sloppy seconds Oh god Fucking cover The day after The Tom Petty thing Like you know what I mean It's like It's like that was Already done Sounds a little gauche I was there for it A little gauche And the people that did Last Dance with Mary Jane Didn't do it very well But it's not that's beside the point. So at least the band so, was good. So what you're saying is we didn't need a reprieve. We didn't need another bad version of Last Dance with Mary Jane is what I'm saying. <laughs> exactly. And then the next act. Hold on. I, I can understand getting up and being a guy that plays covers. And I don't know if he had as much notice as I did about this gig. He had two and a half weeks to, to uh, get his shit together and play it. I don't know how much experience he has. He looked to be in his mid-50s. Probably been playing around for a long time. Practice. Be prepared. That's all I'm saying. If you're going to do bad covers, do those bad covers well. Well, I mean, just think about what the best people do to, to prepare. The Beatles at what at Wembley couldn't hear each other, and they still killed it. I'm not saying you're the Beatles, but in that fucking vein, you could be the you, Beatles of the empty can glass. Can you at least fucking learn the goddamn song? He played. Wish You Were Here by Pink Floyd. Oh, God. So poorly. What is this guy's name? Because I'm going to go. There, there, there will be an anonymous meeting of this chap. I I was appalled. Didn't like the chap. I mean, it was so poor. I was taken, the words taken, were taken all aback. Taken aback. I was I offended. I wanted to write a letter. <laughs> I wanted to write, I wanted Strongly to write, worded letter to you, sir. I want to write a letter to Roadblock. What are you doing? Why are you letting these people? <laughs> REM has played on this stage. Jason they Isbell played has played on this stage. Yes. If oh, shit. Really? In the 80s, before they were big, they've played on this stage. The Red Hot Chili Peppers have played on the stage. Ryan Adams. The list goes on and on. Sturgill. Um, Tyler Childers. Everybody that's that has went through the circuit has ended up playing at the Empty Glass. Side note for really quick. Is this... Do you think it's a thing amongst musicians that they talk about playing the Empty Glass in West Virginia? Probably. I would well, think. The, well, there's just only so many venues. Sure. And there's only so many that have been open for decades. Yeah, this has been open since the... Early 80s, I believe. The Amazing Dolores played there. The Amazing Dolores played there. Um, Red Audio. Uh, the list goes on and on. Red Audio. Is Leap Year. Um, Trampled by Turtles. I guarantee it. The Avett Brothers have played there dozens of times, I imagine. And we have this guy, this dad boner up there living out his fucking rock and roll fantasy and doing it badly. If you're going to live out your shitty rock and roll shitty fantasy, do it well. That's all I'm saying. With some like really bad passive electronics in that 
Oh, that, that guitar sounded $160 pawn shop guitar. It sounded so bad. Was it, was, it a stinger? I it was just a I I didn't I remember I just, that one. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't I he I had could the tell treble on it turned all the way up and the sound man I guess tried his best. He's like he, he's like it's a hill he's dying on in a war. He's like I'm doing my best. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to hold up the flag. It's fucking th- Fuck me. It's Thermopylae and he's just like, "Oh, here they come." <laughs> He's one of the guards at uh, Area 51 when they come storming. <laughs> Have you heard about I love that I heard so much. That. All the memes are great. Yeah. I wish people cared about Area 51 that much in 1996 because I was in a band called Area 51. Boom. It's true. And I the next act. <sighs> what can be said? Okay, they had a drummer that was nodding off from heroin, Neat. I believe. I'm not sure what the drug of choice of what these people were. They didn't seem like they was were it opioids. It seemed it's something. It was, me- but it's the singer. The singer seemed, seemed like meth and heroin. It seemed a little methy too. It, the singers definitely seemed like meth and kind of like a meth heroin speedball. Maybe like yeah, maybe like Adderall and opioids or something. This band they had a there was a they were a, a singer and a, a acoustic guitar player. They had another guitar player that incessantly noodled. The entire time he had like a he played not a chord, not one rhythm, not one real melody, just noodled through his shitty guitar, through his shitty amp, and a drummer that and, would intermittently play. It was weird. It was if it was a it was, if it was performance art, it was brilliant. If it was Andy Kaufman, there was something to it. I actually went up and stood for them and stood for it. I got so mad that it's like I got to check this out. I have to see what's going on. And I went and just stood there and just, just like with this kind of like, <laughs> kind of has like horrified look on my face, just kind of like looking at what was happening. The, the, the acoustic guitar player who was also, I'm guessing, the brainchild behind all this. He wrote all this song. He wrote all this song. And uh, he would hit a, hit a chord real hard and then sing his line, then hit it again real hard. All the songs sound like a derivative of um, Tuesday's Gone. Or Simple Man by Skinnerd. And there was no real rhythm to it. Again, the guitar player nettling and su- noodling incessantly. It was badly. And like Aaron was like, hey, the guitar player is actually pretty good. It's like, no, he's not. <laughs> what, are you, what are you watching? <laughs> what are you listening to? Well, John, I mean, John was trying to be in character. <laughs> so <laughs> he's always being positive. Yes. I, I, I apologize to everyone individually. I said, we, we're missing UFC fights for this. Um, <laughs> we, uh, I, but it sounds like it was fun. It's, it's, it's not the type of fun you have during. It's afterwards. That yes. It's I mean, that's, that's I was, sometimes I was the best fun. Legitimately angry because there were at one point, there was probably 60 or 70 people in this place. Mm-hmm. And because you're quote unquote headliner, I'm the headliner. Means that you go last after these these meth vagrants, heads, these meth heads, <laughs> drive derelicts, everyone, these vagabonds. drive everyone away. They might have listened. Ne'er do wells. They were not doing well. You're right. <laughs> Ruffians. They. I told John it was like they're all playing the same song, but they started at different points. Like I'm pretty sure I saw them sleep in a picture, a Facebook picture from a conservative sleeping under a Leon Sullivan bridge, with the conservative person complaining about how bad the the drugs are in Charleston. I know who you're talking. I'm about. pretty sure they were in that group. I just I was aghast. I was beside myself. I just could not believe it. I I looked around like is nobody else paying attention to this? 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, like, like, like I said, like I, I have an, I have like, um, a brown belt in doing sound for terrible music musicians. I did that, you know, hosting open mics for years at One Two Three Pleasant Street at Blue Moose, and I was always just like very supportive, you know, whoever it was, because I kind of felt like it's my job to be a good host. You set the sound up, then you go down and stand in front of the stage and cheer them on, right? Yeah, or at least like say thanks so much for playing. It's like if these people had come to one of the venues that I was hosting an open mic at, I would have I would have asked them to stop, and I would not have said anything nice to them. But you know how they say in I rap said, okay, songs, guys, that's TikTok, th- I don't say, stop. Well, it does here. I would say, <laughs> okay, guys, one more song. <laughs> Please tell and, me they didn't do a call it, me bad song. One more song, make it a short one. We have other acts coming on. You're out of time. All right. How many like songs that. do you think they played? I can remember three, but I, they played for all, an hour. It was a blur. And the, they finish. They bring up all their girlfriends on stage to to scream into the microphone for a reason that I don't know, but that might have been the high point. And then whenever they're getting ready to start tearing down, uh, one of their girlfriends gets up, gets on the mic and says, "I just want everybody to know that he wrote all those songs all by himself." And here I am. Okay, the gauntlet has been thrown down now, hasn't it? <laughs> That's when you yell at in crayon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, he's, she says that, and I'm like, "Oh well, you're in for a fucking treat, lady." <laughs> Played all you guess what? You just made a joke. I'm for me. playing 19 songs in a row that I wrote. <laughs> you motherfuckers! And before each one, I'm going to say I wrote all by myself. Did you do that? <laughs> yes, I did. That's awesome. <laughs> that is the most Dutch thing ever. <laughs> and it was probably the best I'd ever played, but nobody paid attention except for the people. I br- I'm sorry, I, I couldn't go. No, it's fine. I had to work the next day, and it's just fucking sucked. But I go up, and it's fine. It's good. I do well. The people that were in there seem to enjoy it. I don't know, man. Like, what the fuck? Have you played the Grove yet? No. I'd like to. You need to get on that high. You need to do that, (laughs) H.I. I watched uh, Raising Arizona recently. (laughs) (laughs) You need to get the dip tat. (laughs) I mean, I'll play. I don't know. I don't want to play three hours. Charleston's. I know the glass has got history and everything. Charleston's a shitburg. It's terrible. Fayetteville yeah. and the Plateau is where the place. It's the place to be now. So I mean, it's just a different. It's just the transplants that make it different. It's the people from not, not from West Virginia. Sure, but I mean that's. I mean that's immigration writ small you know what i mean you bring they bring extra life they bring you know a little bit of maybe thinking in a different way they bring you know i think it's a good thing not all not all good of course not all good my favorite thing of it just is what it is i'm not complaining well i I know i'm I'm, i wouldn't say you weren't i'm just saying that it's my favorite thing while i was playing is john i'm playing all the songs that not all of them, but a lot of the songs I played was on the, were, were on the album me and John did, and John was just singing his parts along with me from, the, <laughs> from off stage. <laughs> I was like, I could get up there with a mic, but it's like, I don't really need one. <laughs> and it's on a stool. He's sitting there. And <laughs> but I don't know, man. Like, I, I did well. I, I, I think I'm a better singer now that I quit smoking. Well, it's probably, and you've lost weight. My songs are better. So it probably makes you a better singer. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe more confident, I think. Yeah. Um, I played an extended version of Rockin' in the Free World. It's a really end. long song. No, it's not. It is the way I did it, though. Okay. There's one part where it holds out that A major seven chord for a couple, like, eight beats. I held it out for 36 beats. 
It was like, and John did three laps around the stage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I missed this. <laughs> yeah, all in all, terrible experience. <laughs> I hate and this, so this is one of the reasons why I stopped performing music in front of people in this area. Yeah. It's, it's no it's, pearls before before swine. Right, I always it's say downright fucking degrading. Sometimes I don't know. I mean, I was good. Yeah, he was. I was actually phenomenal. I think the people like the guy that set it up. I guess he didn't like vet me because why would he vet me if he didn't fucking vet anybody else? Mm. He was like, man, where have you been? Like, uh, how come I've never heard about you? He was like, man, I've been out here do- doing this for twenty years. Just nobody ever gave a fuck because I don't play other people's songs. And he's like, well, people are going to start giving a fuck now. I'm like, okay, haven't heard anything. <laughs> 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 haven't heard even, haven't, haven't gotten a message, uh, haven't, haven't heard a damn thing. So much what for it. the Afterglow. Yeah, it's a great album. Who is that? It's uh, Everclear, bud. That's right. Anyway, enough about that. Do you guys want to do favorite things? Sure. Right on. Right on. Just nodding off from heroin. Just, oh. That should be the name of the band. <laughs> Nodding off from heroin. Yeah. The heroin sleeps. <laughs> <laughs> Naps full of heroin. Bright copper kettles and warm The opiate snooze button. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that's good. Meth teeth. <laughs> <laughs> and it looks like Megadeth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cream oh, fuck. What's your favorite things this week? Okay. Um, the gym. I, okay. I was going to reserve this for a while, but I'm just going to go ahead and, and talk about it on the show because. Fucking do it, bro. About. Do it. I started this thing and I made it up. It's called Project 365. And I said, I'm going to see in from this day. And I recorded the day, you know, and see what I can do in a year. Like. Project 365. And then at the end of it, I'm I'm off social media. Like, I haven't been on Facebook in forever. I'm, I'm off Instagram. At the end of the year, when I when I come back full circle, I'm going to post it all. Like, and it's read a book a week, three movies a week, episode of a show every day, yoga and meditation every day. I've done it all three days now. Um Sticking to the gym hardcore, but also added a lot of stuff to the five by five. Like, it's still doing the five by five, but also doing. <laughs> yeah, uh, I know I had to say that or get busted in the in the chops. Uh, get tuned up real quick. Start squatting every day, every single day, seven mm-hmm. days a week. Yeah. Um, feel, uh, doing lateral raises and real laterals every day. My lateral shoulders raises are, are these. No, lateral raises are this. Okay, and those are the ones that are hunched over. No, you stay. You, well, you can kind of bend at the waist, but it's better. Don't stand straight up because then you're locked. But kind of a slight bend. Straight up. Now tell me, do you really want to love me forever? Oh, oh, oh! I think I'm caught in a hit and run. Just hit and run. Um, Paul Abdul. And I feel good. Like I was, I was feeling pretty bad, and then I, I was just like, you know, it's corny, but I get up every day and I watch motivational. Instead of just trying to get up and and, and force myself to get up, I'll throw on motivational video on YouTube. Bang. And I'm like, okay. And it really does get to me. I'm like, all right, let's do this now. And I get up. I, you know, work out super fucking hard. Like, you could ring, like, past three days, you can ring my fucking clothes out. 
Like it, hell yeah! Like I've been jumped in a fucking pool. I'm not exaggerating. And do you leave the uh, fans off in the uh, in the gym when you go in? Sometimes Just to get that extra stank. Sometimes, yeah. And um, and Slayton Beard had come in and with me and helped me out. And I, do I you told him have sex while you're doing it. Well, yeah. I mean, he's a big handsome guy. Why don't why he is do a big that? handsome guy? <laughs> Slayton Beard, Does he you're listen? mentioned on the show. <laughs> I hope he listens. He's I he's, barely know him. I met. He's him a really times. cool. He's a really cool guy. But I was telling him about. He's like, man, that's awesome. It sounds really good. And um, I'm really happy about it and uh, started paying attention like to what I'm reading and uh, I made a rule I have to read a philosophy book a history book and two entertainment books in the four so uh, right now I'm reading The Proud Tower by Barbara Tuckman is that a uh, entertainment book no it is a history book it's a uh, it's a philosophy book is definitely going to be the Communist Manifesto. <laughs> no, it's going to be uh, the Anarch- Anarchist Cookbook. Um, <laughs> no, it's not I, a philosophy. Book, I know. I'm it's kidding. A how to book. Yeah, it's a how to make pipe bombs. And I have it. I actually have the book. Um, oh, really? Yeah. You hear that, FBI? <laughs> oh, they already know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah. It's a red flag book, actually. Um, but I could go into the Proud Tower, but I, I might save it for. Uh, a little bit later, but my and also my my most favorite thing this week is, is Annie's here. So we've and uh, Annie is my daughter. Oh, I forgot you had a daughter. Cool. I was thinking pretzel. Yeah, you got the auntie ants. <laughs> um, we're it's always our favorite time of the year when she's here, and uh, we're gonna go see Spider Man, and I'm gonna take her shopping today, and. I'm going to give her $500 for her birthday. Going to go to the mall, and it's going to be all depressing and sucky because the mall sucks now. No, I mean, she can she can do what she wants, and we'll go watch no, the movie. I'm just saying, it's not going to be all bustling like it was in no, Stranger No, no, no. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm fully aware of, you know, and it's a Sunday. Even if it was high ball time, that's not, there wouldn't be a lot of people there anyway. Um, I don't know, the, the recommitted thing, I... The, the lateral raises, I can already see it. Like doing it, doing them every day. Like you're, those you're, are those are easy to overdo, though, aren't they? You could really hurt your shoulders doing. That. No, if you go heavy, they are. But if you go light, it's a toning exercise. So it's it gets no. joints warmed up and stuff. Actually, I've had less shoulder pain since I've been doing it. Right. I don't do them heavy. Right. I do do a I do sets. You do. <laughs> I do sets heavy on shoulder day, but on every other day, it's only fifteen pounds in each hand, and it's getting to be. You're not doing five by five. No, <laughs> yeah. no, no. That's sets, what I'm saying. That's a fifteen. Yeah. So, um, really, and forearms. I started doing forearms every day. So, <laughs> that was the most fifth grade thing ever. <laughs> I, saw, I, I was thinking. I was thinking, I was thinking Looney Tunes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> blow up my thumb. <laughs> um, and I feel like. I just feel good. Like I feel like um, well, you look like shit. So well, it must be you. working. Appreciate. Thanks. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. I've been depressed for quite a while, and now I'm not. So I guess it's good. No, it is good. Yeah, I'm happy. I will say the proud quickly. The 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 favorite thing about the proud tower, proud boys is. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know anything about them. Um, Exactly. You're looking at two members, bud. <laughs> <laughs> there was a case in 18, 
ninety in the eighteen ninety to nineteen fourteen. I can't even remember the exact dates. There was a guy, an, a, an officer in the French army named Dreyfus. Richard Dreyfus. It might have been actually. I mean, it's uh, Louise Marie. What was her name? Louis um, Louis Dreyfus. The, the Seinfeld Mary Louise Mary oh, Louise Dreyfus Elaine Bennis. Um, She's a Dreyfus, right? Yeah, it's Louis Dreyfus. It's a it's a hyphen name. Uh, right. We're interrupting him. It's a lot of fun, though. No, I'm, it's, I don't care. Um, it's what we do. But the Dreyfus thing, he was he was uh, convicted of a completely fabricated charge, and the army was like all the officers, all the top top brass were complete were complicit in it, all of them. And if it's possible to imagine France as the United States now where you have rednecks who back the army to such a point that they can they never do any wrong and all kinds of stuff that's france in that time period france france's army was actually at one point from napoleon down to that era was the finest army in the world um until the germans the kaiser right walked in and just kicked the fucking shit out of them which they did everybody but um it was it, it was an awful case because there, it's it's like Trump is on the effect of this country now. You have they there were friends who did not speak, like they would pass in the street and did not speak because they disagreed on you know somebody saying the army wouldn't do that, and, and then people people who were left leaning and and more uh, intellectual were like, here's the fucking proof they did it, you know, and and they just and the people on the right just wouldn't wouldn't come around because it's anti-Semitism too. He's he's Jewish, so. You know, fuck him because he's a Jew, and then it's I can get down with that, and then, and it's you know just there was a massive in Europe. There's always been a massive anti-Semitism bent, and I didn't know it was that big in France until I had read this, and because um, they seemed to be a little bit more progressive in their thinking even back then, they weren't at this point, and you know you even had people like Degas and uh, I can't remember the other painter who were their friendship was over, like they could not agree on it, and they. Stop being friends to the end of their lives, and you know writers. And then they put a guy on trial and convicted him for putting the army on trial. Oh. Um and Lanzo was his name. And Lanzo Calrissian. <laughs> well, maybe it, I can't help myself. <laughs> I know. I don't. I'm used to it. It doesn't matter. But I'm saying that they were going to go after. The press They were saying It's fake news Basically saying Fake news and shit fake It's news. It's got all the Fucking All the hallmarks Of being The fucking Trump era uh, Mentality That's why I've said More than once And with proof now Or at least With things that you can that With parallels That we are In an age Where this The World War One Shit is going to Happen again We've got Kaiser Wilhelm Fucking Reincarnated, sitting on the fucking sitting in the White House right now. He's exactly fucking like him. I mean, because of course, Was Kaiser Wilhelm that handsome though. I mean, no. I mean, well, who, you. who's that? Thank handsome? you, thank you for at least recognizing uh, or, that or that stable genius. Yeah. You know? Well, I will say, I don't think that Kaiser Wilhelm could time travel. Yep, Trump can. Trump is a time traveler. Um, I do not think that Kaiser Wilhelm was anywhere near the status of God Emperor of all mankind. No, you're, Trump no, is no. Yeah. sexy. 
It's got a dick like a fucking saber-toothed tiger, Paul. Kaiser Wilhelm did not cause a wave of peace and prosperity to sweep across the planet for 2,000 years, like what we're going to see when we turn Trump into a Krang-like creature. (laughs) Did you see the Trump Krang with the Hillary head (laughs) in his belly? (laughs) It was so good. So bizarre. What what does it mean? Who is this artist? We we can combine... uh, Somebody needs to get on the uh, God Emperor of Dune thing and put him in a giant sandworm, like... <laughs> but no, wow. with with modern technology, we will be able to keep him alive, and he can get he can win term after term and live on. Uh, and imagine on all the solvent dancer size studios. Then, yeah, he is. The not. malls will come back. Chuck. <laughs> the They'll malls. come back. Think about the malls. He is not leaving that office willingly. Yes, he will. No, he won't. Yeah, he will. No, he won't. I think he will. I'm not saying it's going to be a. You're going to have to take him out by force, but I'm saying he's going to contest the election. He's going to do all that shit. What, what, why would what, you think he wouldn't? What, what, what is your What is your reason for thinking that? I'm just curious. Like, what did uh, everything did he, about did he, him? Did his he psychology. He said things. He said numerous times that he's been joking about getting other terms and stuff. It's not a joke. He. That's what he does. He well, floats he, stuff he, out there to see what kind of reaction he gets. Campaigning for 2020, though. So. No, he's campaigning. He said things beyond 2020. He said, I mean, it's just... Well, I'm glad you're being optimistic, so that way when he lives on and on and on, we can keep electing him and electing him and electing him. We won't on, even need on, an election. On, on and on. I mean, the fact on, that we need an election is... is it's pretty silly. For it's me. really a hassle. <laughs> yeah. How do, you elect, how do you elect a god emperor? It's yeah. like... I mean... He's, he's there because no one can beat him. Yeah. I can't wait for his kids to run. That'll be great. It'll be. It's like uh, Anderson Silver from like 2007 to 2014 or so. Yeah, you just couldn't beat him. You couldn't even come close. Except it's going to be from 2016 until around 3,000. Eternity. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, or maybe 5,000. He is an eternal. Well, one. Uh, what, yeah, I mean, he's a crab. There's no. You can only kill him. He doesn't die. I mean, I'm, there's so many Dune par- parallels I'd like to throw out there that nobody would get. But, uh, we have a very well-read audience. They read Andy. Cap. No, nobody reads. <laughs> nobody reads Dune past the first book because it's so hard to fucking read. Because you hate all the fucking characters; they're all garbage. I think at least one of our listeners reads the Lockhorns. Uh, we have a very well Howard Hughes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the dog's big and hilarious. <laughs> Not as big as Clifford, though. No, That's even more funny. As big as Clifford and heartwarming. <laughs> the cat likes lasagna. I love it. <laughs> He mails Odie to Abu Dhabi. It's great. Normal. Normal. Normal to Abu Dhabi. <laughs> normal. As you can see from this panel, Garfield doesn't care for normal. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, he reads Family Circus. That's the worst. We're having a great time. The ones where I, Jeffy I love, runs around. I love the Donald Trump one where it's, it, he, he's got his fist out. He punched the other kid. He said he hated Donald Trump, so I popped his bitch ass. Like, yeah, that's great. You fucking idiots. Um, well, I mean, we punch Nazis. People that don't like I don't, Donald Trump are Nazis. I don't, I don't agree with. I agree Nazis with punching either. people that you don't agree with. They almost killed that uh, journalist in Portland there a couple weeks ago, and I think he deserved it. He was there journalisming, and you don't do that. I mean, you can't. You can't tell the truth about. Why that. would you do that? I don't know. I mean, you, you beat the shit out of people that this you don't agree with at else. all times. Um, but I'm, but the the book is like I'm saying. Barbara Tuckman is the is a great writer. And um, I'm just I'm really the the parallels between this time and and that era are really kind of startling. So, was that all you got there? Well, then there was Mad Men. I started watching Mad Men again. Hell yeah! And um, man, okay. I don't I don't know what I want to say about people in the '60s. Were they garbage people? 
I mean, they weren't more garbage than any other group of people, I don't think. But the times were just... They really were shitty to to, to each other. So you're saying things were different 50 or 60 years ago? No. I now? Of course they're different. But people are people. Era, Era regardless. You know, so I am saying that, you know, they're all... There was a kid's birthday party in episode three, and well, but you're 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 talking about the show Madman. Yes, I mean that's not a historical account, is it? Really, like I mean, I mean, is it is it is it supposed to be from accurate? things that I've heard from people from the from the sixties? Is it supposed to be an accurate? It's representation? A drum, yes, it is an accurate representation of of the society from that time. I mean, or as accurate as you can get it. I mean, based on based on, based on like. I'm sure they did the research. I'm sure they read books from the era. I'm sure they they have talked to people who lived during the era. I mean, well, you know what I mean. They're not basing on nothing. I'm just yeah. I mean, I'm just just curious. Sure. I mean, because it could just be total fiction. Sure, but it, but it's not fiction. like I mean the the there the elements of there was much more alcoholism. There was you yeah know, the they, kids they, the, were the, drinking the kids all, they all didn't really them. it's not that they didn't care about their kids but they weren't so involved and. Were kind of neglectful of the children, you know what I mean? Just that's, but you can say neglectful, or you can say there was a different parenting style when they weren't so all over their kids. You they know, what helicoptering. Mean? Yes, which there's Tiger something bombs. there's there's something to be said for that, and also things to be said. Well, we'll get into it. that later. Well, one of the things, the Stranger Things. Well, okay, but one of the things is one kid came through the house, knocked something over. A parent who wasn't even the kid's parent smacked the kid in the face. And said, so look what you did. And his dad was standing right there. I can't imagine. If somebody did that to my daughter, you're dead. Everybody in fucking, that house. I would put you by myself in the fucking doomsday device. My dad would have had to pull my mother off of someone so he could beat the shit out of me. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, here, I can do it better. No, no, you're, no, you're, you're doing fucking, it wrong. You punch like a, come on, you got to straighten your wrist out. <laughs> Get that pop in there. You use the, you from the hips. At the end. You from the hips. The end. You use the primary knuckles, not the secondary. Uh, yeah, I hate it when people You're going to break your fucking knuckles. hand, Emmy. Get the fuck back. That's, that's not a punch. That's more like a smack. <laughs> but I'm, but uh, Leave this to me. All elbows. The, elbows always. They, you're not going to break your elbow. The characters are really cool. Like Don Draper's a piece of shit, but you, you still like him anyway. Way, um, Pete Campbell is one of the most objectionable fucking human my beings. My favorite part depicted. of that show was just watching when him his get hair, hairline go back. Bald. And he said, "No, my favorite thing about it is watching him trying to hit on women like the other guys do. And get they got shot down left, fucking left, and fucking right. Horrible, horrible. Just and you know it's." It's not because he had bad self-esteem. It's just because he's a slimy bastard and everybody knew it. He had Trudy, though, didn't he? Well, Trudy was a nice-looking woman. She's a great-looking woman. She's uh, in. Uh, she's the main chick in Glow. Oh, okay. It's uh, fucking, I forget her name. She's in Community. But, she, I mean, and you had Peggy. And, but Peggy, see, that's the thing. Peggy comes into the show, Elizabeth Moss, and she is. I think you find her very sexy, Elizabeth Moss. I do. Well, she's bright-eyed, and she's, you know what I mean? She's she's just like, she's just got that thing. I like Elizabeth Moss. I'm a fan. She's, she's a got real that, good actress. Yeah, yeah she, she is. She's, she's, she's an excellent that, actress. She's got that X factor. She's great in uh, Get Him to the Greek. I mean. She is. Uh, and, if you've um, never seen The Handmaid's Tale. I have not yet. It's, it's on the list. It's phenomenal. It's, that's part of the thing is a Project 365. You guys are going to make fun of me. I don't care. Um, every I do the thing that you're doing except for I just don't, don't make, name make, it. A, make a thing out of it. I have to do it. Like I, that, that's fine. That's the only way I can get something done is if I codify something. You know what I mean? So um 
I, I write down I'm on episode three and it's got the day beside it, three sixty three today. So um what was I saying? Peggy. Peggy starts out as is, just a Is it really Margaret? Because then her mom calls her Margaret. Yeah. Um she comes and she's like this, you know, bright eyed, you know, a little bit naive girl coming into the city. And she, and by the fucking Frankenstein's monster, this Fengali fucking <laughs> Don Draper turns into a, as big a piece of shit as he is. Yeah, she's yeah, phenomenal. I mean, it just so watching her collapse from the sheer uh, lack of empathy. That's the thing. Don Draper doesn't lack empathy or that shit. He's just such a. A manipulative, slimy son of a bitch. He really is. I like him because he—it's not that he doesn't feel bad about what he does. He does. Like I've noticed that in this in this he's go very around. tortured. He is like like he's sitting there. He's he's at the party smoking, and the, and the divorce lady comes out, Helen, and he's sitting there talking. He's like, you know, I, that's a group of people in there, a real a real nice group. And he's looking at the kids who are on planes. Like you got the same group out here. <sighs> you know, he's. He doesn't like the family life. He doesn't like the people he has to be around. He's stuck in it. He doesn't want to be in it. But he doesn't know how to get out of it. Because he loves his wife. He does love Bertie, whatever her name is. January Jones. Yeah, and she's great in it. And he loves his kids. But it's that love that is in you are here and, and this is what you do. You know, this you're part of my life here. My he's life a, out there is fucking whoever I want. He's a caged animal. Basically, yes. He's a tiger. He needs to be out on the prowl. He's a he's an extremely handsome guy. He's you know, he's a, he's a extremely creative. He's a great character. He's got all the things. Moral ambiguity. He's got it in fucking spades, buddy. And you know, then you have all the characters. I, I thought the second time around, the gay guy, you know, the Italian guy, man. They really fucking laid that on that he was gay at the beginning. They fopped him up a bit, didn't they? Well, I mean, just saying shit that you know he didn't mean and having to go through the, the motions. And then somebody says, well, you're, after, you're having to be somebody and pretend you're somebody. And, and he's like, yeah. He's like, I don't know what that's like. It's like, <laughs> dude, you know. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's an extremely well done TV show. And I can't wait. I'm going to watch all of it now. It's I'm just, gonna, it's good just to watch the, like, all the hot outfits the chicks wear back then, and the, all all the dudes look fucking impeccable. Absolutely, everybody's in a nice fitted suit. They it go was, to tailors. It was a time of society was stronger in, in a lot of ways, but it was like that the the kind of like royalty in the eighteen uh, hundreds, where people could have affairs and stuff as long as they didn't upset the apple cart. Yeah. So, and they all did it. And the way they talk to women And the way they talk to It was fu- fucking phenomenal I loved it I think we should go back to that Here toots <laughs> Hey Jiggles Come in here and bring us fucking Hey uh, tits <laughs> Get in here um, Bring them knockers in here Take it, some notes It was just It's it's a it's a great TV show So John favorite things Oh shit Oh shit I'm not ready for this no. no, I don't think I have anything at the moment. Why don't you go and then maybe I'll think of something? Um, went to a wrestling show Friday night in Marmette in motherfucking Marmette, motherfucking Marmette. <laughs> <laughs> and there was nothing really wrong with the show, but I um, uh, I uh. I took pictures of like Shane Douglas was there. 
He's really cool. Bobby Fulton was there. Mm-hmm. They they put on a, per, a pretty good match. It was mm-hmm. good. I enjoyed it. I had fun, and I took pictures of them. And Shane Douglas came out and just cut a like cut a scathing promo, just telling Marmette the fuck off and how great Pittsburgh is compared to Marmette. And it was great. I like it was good, but there were some things that I pointed out that were obvious. Like they, there was a ladder match at the end of the evening, and they were, the referee was hooking up the belt to the string that was across the top. And I noticed that if I got in that ring, I could reach up and grab the belt sans ladder completely without a ladder. So I made a comment about it. And then there was another guy that was in all gold. Did I, did you see any of my pictures? You don't, yeah, you're not on the uh, social media Mm -mm. anymore. There's another guy that was a big, um, I won't, I don't want to say fat. So I'll just say morbidly obese guy that was, (laughs) In all gold, all gold, everything. And um, let me find my my gallery here. Where the fuck is it? There. He's disgustingly diabetic. I mean, like there he is, and he's with a sheik of some sort who turns out to be that's Bobby Fulton's son in the purple uh, turban type thing there. And I just I captioned the pictures of this guy with wrestling is weird because guess what. Wrestling is weird. Yeah, it is. Wrestling is fucking decidedly weird. It's one of the weirdest forms of entertainment there is. Mm-hmm. There's people fake fighting in front of you, and they're all dressed like gay dudes. And you're and and it, I'm and, supposed to not point out that it's weird. And adults are watching it. Yeah. Some of which don't know that it's fake. Some of which are not sure. Shane Douglas said that there's this large woman that's always at all these shows that that gets on the heels and gets on the bad guys, and and he points at her. Is this the best West Virginia has to offer as far as women go? Jesus Christ, this is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. I've seen better looking women in morgues. Things like that. <laughs> and but uh, like they him and uh, Bobby Fulton had like a hardcore match to hear Bobby Fulton's running over to me to get the uh to get a ladder to beat the shit out of um Shane Douglas with. And there he is throwing it at him. Let me turn it sideways there. But like I, I, I took pictures. I, the caption was "Wrestling with, is weird" with the big fat yellow guy, and um, with the ladder match, I said the plot thickens whenever the guy was hanging up the ladder. And I said a normal sized person could reach up and grab the belt, and without the ladder, without the ladder. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was one where Smokey C was wrestling uh, Shane Douglas, and he stood on his back to get the belt. Let's see if I can find that one. And, but, but he was crouched down. Yes, Shane Douglas was was crouched down, and I said, standing on the shoulders of giants was the caption. It's not a bad caption, not making fun at all. No. Because Shane Douglas is a legend yeah, in the is. industry. Yeah, he is. And um, anyway, word got back to the guy that ran this show that I was making fun of and talking shit, and he sends messages to Kyle, who, who runs ICS, who is my boss. He's my boss. Every other month, this man pays me twenty dollars to do five to hours. To do of five work. hours of commentary, <laughs> 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 and I do it with a smile because it's fun, and he lets me say whatever the fuck I want. Yeah, and because community, <laughs> it's fun. I like it. He's my friend. I've known him for fifteen years, and um, this guy who uh, ran the show—I'm not going to say his name—but he is a notorious piece of garbage, and. He uh, 
it gets back to him that I was, quote, making fun, and he sends messages to Kyle. It says, is Dutch Arnwood one of your guys? And Kyle responds, he's one of my com- commentary guys, also a podcast guy and a part-time comedian. I don't know where he got that, and I've never been on stage to make anybody laugh. Um, and he says, is he smart to the business or just a fucking mark? Well, obviously, for that <laughs> sentence, that guy's complete fucking douche nozzle. <laughs> and Kyle responds, he's smart. His brother used to be a worker. Not true. I used to be a worker. He, the guy he's talking to attacked my brother in Summersville in 1998. This has been building up. This is bigger. So you have to go into the background of, of oh, this yeah. guy. This is a story that we could draw money with. If I wanted to actually, if it was an angle and be. and be fake about it. It's like, I think he used to work for you in Oak Hill, and he says, "Well, he's posting talking shit about the show last night. I'm a little hot about it because if he's smart to the business, then why is he putting down a group of guys that works with you too? By that reasoning, if I was to bury him, then it would sh- uh, have nothing to do with your show. But we all know it would indirectly. So my question is, why is he burying us? And my response was. Please bury me on your fucking show. Nobody knows who the fuck I am. That'd be great. Talk shit about me incessantly. Please, just everybody have 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 uh, get a cardboard cut out of me and have everybody come out and shit on me. I don't care. Monetize. This isn't the, that serious. Monetize the hate. You know what are you doing, bud? You're taking that. You're in your fifties. I'd love to play the heel role, sir. This is a bagels boss. What are you doing? And Kyle uh, said, because uh, he's not being serious about it. Like I said, he's a part-time comedian, runs a comedy podcast. I'm sure you've heard some of the shit him and Andy say on commentary. That's what I was like. I asked him, has he listened to your to the product? Has he watched your product? We put over the ref more than we put over any of the wrestlers. Yeah. What the fuck is this guy going on about? And um, the guy told Kyle that he wouldn't be able to work with him anymore. He sends up guys to film Kyle's the ICS shows. And uh, and Kyle said, "Okay, no no hard feelings or nothing. We'll just film it ourselves then." That's was, awesome. Was, Good on fuck him. yeah. Good on Kyle. And then he kind of softened up about it, but like this fucking guy. What a I don't bag. like. I'm gonna. They He's a, a mark. We have to tell yeah. a story about what I'm happened to your mark. brother. You happened to your brother in the '90s. In 1998, at a show at the uh, at Old Main in the gym at Old Main in Somersville, uh, they did a wrestling show, and we also did. Uh, we played music there too. Me and Jet and a couple other people. I think Chris Stockwell might have played drums. Dwayne Simpson might have played guitar, and I sang. I think Max Elliott might have played bass. And between matches, we would play everybody's entrance music. We play like a quarter of a song for people to walk out to. And then I was the timekeeper. I rang the bell and uh, all that stuff. And um, my brother came and he was being a fan. He was sitting in the front row. And this guy comes out, and he's the champion of whatever bullshit organization this is. And my brother's being a fan, doing what you're supposed to do. He's like, boo, you suck, boo, because this guy's a heel. And you boo the bad guys. That's mm-hmm. the way it was in the 90s. Now we cheer for the bad guys because I don't know. But And this guy spit in my brother's face. My brother did what any normal person would do and spit back at him. And then this guy mushed-mouthed my brother. There's a big pull apart. Police got involved. And I wanted to kill him, but I was a kid. I was only 18 at the time. I was just out of high school. And so this has been building up since July, June or July of 1998. So, and now this guy's talking shit about me. And 
And I just I, I, I want to get in the ring with this guy and show him what I can do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a little boy anymore. <laughs> oh, I am not. I want you to completely tell that story in the ring on <laughs> yeah. the mic. Do a, like a 10 1998. <laughs> Somersville, West Virginia. This is like you Hello. spat. Hello. Spat, sir. And my, that, name, my, my name is Inigo. My name is Inigo. <laughs> you spat on my brother. <laughs> He's dead. Prepare to die. Yeah. So that I hope you thought that was funny. No, it is. Okay. Uh, (laughs) I talk about my dead brother way more than anybody. But this is like this guy is still an asshole. He's still he's still a fucking he's a cuck. He's a snowflake. He gets butt hurt about everything. You can't make fun of his stupid little thing that nobody fucking gives a shit about. We're having fun. I was having fun. The people on my friends list. There's there's five wrestlers I think on the fence. I know which one did it now. Which one got back to him about it now? And boy, the next uh, this guy's fucking boring. Ambien takes this guy to go to sleep. That's how boring this fucking guy is. That's a good one. (laughs) And the next show, me and Frampton are going to to savage savage this motherfucker. (laughs) You have no clue. We're going to snore in during his match. We're going to, we're only going to talk about the ref. Maybe, maybe we're just going to do a podcast. Do small talk. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) Bronco, I mean, (laughs) I hear you're raising grapevines. (laughs) How are your tomato plants going? Bronk. Like, I'm telling you, you got to fertilize. You have opened, you have to. You have opened a can <laughs> that you don't want to open because I don't care about any of this. I don't care if I get fired for my twenty dollar every other a month job. I do not care. I'm going to murder this. This is going to be so much fun. I can't wait. Here's the thing. Here's what I always say: is that if if you don't want to be ridiculed, like if you're going to be all like sensitive about someone. And I was actually very light about it. I could have really yeah. savaged these, this shit. But I mean, but it's what I always say. It applies to everything. If you if you don't want to be ridiculed, the first step is to to not be ridiculous. Thank you. If you're doing something that's objectively ridiculous, and someone says, "Hey, someone can grab that belt without a ladder," it kind of looks, <laughs> kind of looks ridiculous. Yeah, the thing is, it was, then you're gonna get all sore about it. It's like, how about raise the Raise your yeah, standards a the, little bit. The thing is, I looked at it when I, whenever I got in, when I, because the ladder match was the last match of the night. I looked at it when I got in there. I was like, man, they, they, they had it up on a. It's like aluminum poles it's all like the way up. Spinal Tap getting mad at their crowd for laughing at the eighteen-inch high Stonehenge. Yeah. <laughs> I, I looked at it. They, the poles that they that was, had that was in danger of being trod upon by, by a, a dwarf. dwarf. <laughs> the poles that they had holding up the string that would hold up the belt went all the way down the 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 uh, ring posts. I'm like, why didn't they just? And they had them duct taped. Why didn't they just raise them up? Right to where they were only going halfway down the ring post to get. And extra. then the thing is two and a half, three feet higher. And it's a little bit more impressive. It's a better visual. You actually have to climb to the top of the ladder to get it. Instead of making it literally seven feet over top of the ring, like people were hitting that string when they were doing back body drops, it was ridiculous. Don't piss down my neck and tell me it's raining. You know, yeah. This fucking guy, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make him want to kill himself. <laughs> the way we're gonna fucking savage this dude. Suicide awareness. I mean. 
You play stupid games, you win stupid prizes, and you done fucked with the wrong bull. I don't know what movie that's from. Uh, I think it's it, when you... It's American History X for one. <laughs> yeah. First half of that movie is great. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get what you were getting at there for a second. But yeah, this this guy that uh, got back to the uh, the guy that ran the show is so boring that... We're not we're we're not even going to mention him. I can, me and Frampton are going to have to get together, actually plan something out for this one. Fuck this guy, fuck his whole family, fuck his mother. I bet she's a fucking boring lay too. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't gonna work out for you. That's all I'm saying. I'm going to embarrass you on YouTube. Apparently. <laughs> Snoozing ass. Anyway. That's one of my favorite things. We can talk about Stranger Things in great detail now if you guys would like. Sure. Let's ruin Stranger Things. It was the best season, right? Absolutely. I think it was. Well, I wouldn't, hands, I wouldn't say down, that. I would think. I wouldn't say that. I mean, it's it's on par. I it's, mean, they're all fucking great. They set the bar really high with the first two seasons, and I just don't know if this one is is exactly as high as the first two, but I think that it's that they succeeded. I think it's on par. And uh, very happy with it. It's still very whether it's better. I just or not, think I just think that the first two seasons were just immaculate. I think I kind of think all three of them are perfect for yeah. In, c- contained the ending with Hopper, I cried like a fucking baby. I sat there and sobbed when Fat Rambo died. Yeah, God, damn. we don't actually know that he's dead. Well, he's not. He's it's 100% just it's not. it's just the it's the letter. It's the. Leave the door open three inches. And that, God's sake, leave the door open. And and how the how everybody was going their separate ways and all that stuff. You know, I, I was even I was thinking about it. I was like, you know, I kind of want it to end that way. I, I don't. Wanna, I would have been one hundred percent. I don't want another season, really. I mean, I do because I love the show. Well, they're they're doing more seasons. I know, but right? I'm saying if at it the, at the most, I think they're doing two, and then. We talked about how they, they might need take to change, 10 years off. They need to change the decade and change all the characters. I was getting ready to say, maybe they know. I think they should let everybody age and come back and do it in the 90s. Like, after the after the collapse of the Soviet Union, you could you could work that in somehow with, with you know... 90, ho- 90s nostalgia. Yeah, with Hopper so. being and Nintendo, held over there. Nintendo and, and Sega, Sega Genesis and Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis. See, the original Nintendo, Ice, I'm Ice surprised Baby. they haven't mentioned it yet. Because it might not have. It's, it's out at that well, point. Well, here's the thing. The, the way that they pay for this show is with the product placement. And I'm 100% fine with the product placement because it looks like the products that we had. I told somebody at work, the only way it could have been better is if it had Miss Wheeler taking the bag out of the generic fro- uh, uh, cornflakes and putting them into a real cornflakes box because yeah. my mom did that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have one box, and then whenever we're not looking, if we don't go to the store with her, she gets the generic that's ones because they're 50 cents that's, that's just deceptive. It is. My mom's a liar. This is the house of lies. Side note, just to save seventy five cents. Cornflakes are the only brand name, name brand cereal that tastes better as a name brand. Like the, the rest of them are the Malta meal. All the Malta meals are better than the regular cereal. Yeah, I think so. Like the fruity pebbles, especially, are completely fucking better than actual fruity pebbles. They're fucking great. Yeah, I can't. I don't get them anymore because what I'll do is I'll eat an entire fucking bag. Yeah, met, the metric ton of Malta meal. Yeah, I'll eat all of it. I love it. But I don't, I don't, I don't buy that or peanut butter anymore because I'll eat a whole fucking jar of peanut butter in a day. Yeah, I just walking back and forth, going to take a piss, I'm like, oh, need some sustenance. (laughs) 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 But um, walking to the Sahara here, (laughs) the um, the balls on the Duffer Brothers. 
to Steve the Hare Harrington in a cute little uh, sailor boy outfit I fucking love for that. the entirety of the season. <laughs> I know. I love It Steve. is so fucking funny. <laughs> Wasn't he in an ad where he's like, he's like in the commercial and he's. Did you? Am I am I wrong thinking that that Baskin Robbins did a commercial that's like an eighties commercial? Well, they, and then we got Steve here from Scoops Ahoy. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> by the way, did anybody? Did you guys know this? Robin, do you know who Robin's parents are? Uh, the the girl, yes, it turns out to be a lesbian. No, it is Uma Thurman and Ethan Hawke. Are oh her Jesus Christ! Yeah. I thought she looked familiar. Yeah, now wow. that explains yeah. it. Maya Hawk. Well, she was name. so good. She, yeah. She's a good looking guy. She's really good. Good like, actress. She was yeah. probably the best. She was the best it. actress in the in the whole show. Like she like like adding just introducing a new character like that mm-hmm. and having them be so pivotal in the and show. And she kept you know and to, for her to be that on and yeah. be able to keep up because yeah. the, there's so much chemistry with everybody now. And her, her every scene she's in is with Steve. Yeah. And uh, Steve is that that dude, the guy that he's plays good, Steve, man. he is going to be one of the best comedic actors because he is so fucking funny. He is really good. He is so I know that he, it's being written for him, but you still gotta perform it. He is so fucking funny. And the way he's friends with the kids, like he loves them now and yeah. like he's giving them hugs and yeah. shit. It's so How fucking many children good. are you friends with? <laughs> <laughs> like, listen here, I give you the advice. <laughs> you listen to me. <laughs> And Dustin giving him advice, telling him to, uh, well, she's in band and that's not a good look, and she's a nerd and all this stuff. And Dustin's like, maybe you, you quit thinking about being popular. popular. Yeah, I, I, I love that. It's, it's not, I don't think it's time to end the show, but I, I'm going to pre- I'm going to pretend for a second that we're about to end the show, and this is how we're going to do it. Turn around, <laughs> will you to see? <laughs> and they have to go through that whole thing to get that, that bitch to, to give him the code. Yeah, it was like kind of cringy, but also yeah, amazing. But really good. I like it. It was so good. Yeah. yeah. It was so unexpected. A week, and now you and the way she's like dancing and stuff. Like, wow, he's never ending story. Save the world. Susie Poo, I promise I will make Susie Poo. Dusty Buns. <laughs> she makes Dusty Buns sing him this song like a cut. <laughs> right now. Yes, totally cut. Now, Dusty Bun. Susie Poo, this is urgent. Yes, yes, you're saving the world. I heard you the first time, but Ged is also saving Earthsea, and he's about to confront the shadows, so this is, that is signing off. Such wait, wait, wait. A, okay, a good okay. book she was just mentioning. Okay. Wizard of Earthsea. Shit. <laughs> Turn around. Look at what you see in her face. <laughs> <laughs> the monster's fucking chasing him, and the world singing is the ending. <laughs> She's hitting the perfect harmony. She is. She, she, she can really sing. Silk and Dusty. He's on Broadway. Is he? That's fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. I started cheering whenever this happened. I'm like, <laughs> Hoppers. <laughs> I would be pissed. Fucking Will. <laughs> okay, this is happening, but nobody will play fucking D&D with me. <laughs> it's like, we're going to do the verse, too? <laughs> and then a second chorus? I like how they did overdo it. That's why it was so fucking good yeah. to me. Well, and then it modulates. The last, they end it right when it changes keys, which is a really nice touch. Right here. Right here. Oh, 
I'm so glad she was real. Thanks, Constance. I am too. Six point six two six zero seven zero. Dusty's not exactly a liar. Yeah, Dusty's a good no, he's boy. Not. He's got a spine. Yeah, she got a spine on him. God damn it, that was so fucking good. And a guy at work asked me, "Why the why are the Russians trying to open up the upside down again?" And I just told him, "Cause it was the '80s." And Russians, Russians are, are evil. evil. <laughs> <laughs> They're the fucking Soviets. <laughs> that was the only, like, people were trying to search for some meaning because that's what they did. They were bad. They were so cartoonishly they bad. Be, they need to be sitting around in rooms smoking cigarettes and threatening people. That's um, what they do. That's what they do. Um, watch Rambo three. Watch, watch Rocky four. Rocky four. Educate yourself. <laughs> <laughs> they all take steroids. They're all tremendous athletes. Uh. <laughs> I mean, the most important thing about about studying history is to pay attention to the works of fiction <laughs> pertaining to that historical period. <laughs> there needs to be a comedy show where the only history somebody knows is from fictional movies and goes back in time and tries to fix shit. <laughs> that well, um, that's that was the the great thing about it. The Russians were so cartoonishly evil. Absolutely, like their uniforms, like it it looked like. It, it looked like it was made in the 80s because that's how they made Russians look back then. Well, the Ru- see, that was the Russians' persona was on purpose on their part. They did they carried a, a, through a thing with, that the Germans did, uh, it, uh, a thing called frightfulness, where they would scare you about how tough and nasty they could be. You know, I mean, the the Nazis looked like they were out of central casting for evil because they were. I mean, they were they that was an effort on their part. Skull epaulets, mm-hmm. black uniforms. I mean, just they were trying to be scary, and they fucking succeeded. I mean, the Russians did too, not to the extent that the that the, the, the Nazis did. It's the same thing. It's the same thing when the, with the when the goth people do that shit. Yeah, sure. You try. It's, you look like Marilyn Manson, and you look scary, even though you've never thrown a punch in your life. Exactly. But the uh, the doctor, whenever they're getting ready to torture Steve and uh, and uh, what's her face again, Robin? Yeah. Like he comes out and he looks like. Was a, I right? He looks exactly yeah. like Hugo Strange. Yeah, he look. He just looks like a like a comic book villain. Yeah, and and Will Byers looks like the Never Ending Story kid. He does. And um and uh, the Robin character looks like the like the the gal from Point Break and um Lori Petty. Yeah, she kind of has like she's got the same nose. Or something. I don't know. But but there's just like, there's all these callbacks. Mm. It's like the way that a certain person looks. And then the, the Russian badass guy is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes. Arnold. In every embodiment. Did you notice that when he's, he I mean, does that one thing where his boots step up and he's standing there, they had a little bit of the Terminator theme, theme worked into the music. Did you hear and, that? Yeah. And when yeah. he was, and when he was all, when, when, um, when, uh, Hopper. Hopper had kind of beaten him up a little bit and pieces of his face were missing. He looked like T2. Yes. See, I love when they see. That's one of the. I, I said the, the description for me of Stranger Things is: is it a giant? It's a giant fucking delicious Easter egg. It's a, constructed out of member it's a, berries. It's a, I mean, it's just a, an ornately weaved tapestry of nostalgia. It is <laughs> linking nostalgia from the '80s to modern day events. Absolutely, it's fucking tremendous. It so, was the whole Russia thing. Russia being evil, and then you now know, Russia's Russia Gate because we got Russia Gate now. Yeah. The Russians are evil again. Yeah, well, they never really stopped. To be quite honest, but um, I mean, there's so much to talk about. I've only watched it through once, but Steve and 
Oh, and the hair, hair, er- hair. Erica's character takes on a new. And we, yeah, she her, her she character was awesome. Developed. Yeah, she was yeah. really cool because she was actually a nerd. She was a self hated yeah. nerd. Yeah. They, they gave her at the end. They gave her the Dungeons and Dragons basic set that I always talked. Well, about. they had to they had to bridge because she was an enemy, mm-hmm. and so they had to bridge the gap and make her become one of them. And right. that's when Dusty calls her. Is like, wait a second, My Little Pony. You're you're always bitching about communism, and you're really you're, you're really into p- politics. You're a nerd. Wait a second, <laughs> just a different kind of nerd. Um, I liked uh, the the team up of Eleven and uh, Max. Max. Yeah, because they weren't really friends before this. Yeah, they they could, didn't get along well, at all. Like, I'll, no. be honest, I'll be honest with you. Like I so I, I questioned that I might be. I, I mean I. I I, I realize now why I'm a trans lesbian. They're like part of the reason why is because like when the scene happened where she she breaks up with Mike or whatever, and they start I dump your ass. Those two girls start partying together, and she takes her to the mall. And they had her, a fucking and te- shopping um, montage. Yeah, it was great. And, and, and material like, girl and, she, yeah. and and Eleven, who's been deprived of everything her whole life, gets to experience this like glut right. of like modern you know '80s capitalism and like the joy of what it must feel like to be a teenage girl and have all these these things that are catered just for you to be pretty and they're like and you can afford them because yeah. you, you know because the and um just that whole feeling and then like they're they're like in their bedroom singing she's like dancing around singing karaoke and they're just like. Having it's like it's like everything that like I imagine like what it would be like to be a teenage girl and that's they fucking nailed and I've always wanted to experience that and so that's part of the reason why I became trans <laughs> but then I like women so I'm a lesbian and I'm also demisexual so it's three counts of LGBTQ LMNOP that I have it's the it's the hat trick the lost plot in the whole thing I think I, told <laughs> I am you demisexual this. though uh, the lost plot in the whole thing I think I told you this is mm-hmm. Alexi Smirnoff. Yep. Falling, absolutely falling head over heels in love with America, America. and then in getting gunned down. That yeah, was really sad. Oh, God. Because he was a likable He character. was having fun. He, he was, was really likable. It's like, this is the thing that everybody, that they talk about being terrible where he, I'm from. Like, they're, everybody's having fun and it's a good time. But, but that's that's like the legit thing though is like it's it's true of Chinese people and Russian people. It's like they, they fucking fetishize American culture. Like they genuinely want you know what I mean? Like it's it like a lot of people. I'm not saying all of them, but it's like that's really how they. That's really how a lot of them are. Like, like country music is huge in Japan. Yeah, like Chinese Chinese people are obs- country music is huge in a lot of places. Yeah. Chinese people are obsessed with American culture. Like we start, in, coffee becomes big. Oh, well, we got to start. You know, all you got to do is just follow the trend and look look at what's happening in China. That's not happening in China. That is happening in the U.S. Invest in that because eventually they're going to start. Catching on because they love mocking our culture. It's well, that's a, that's an old Mid- thing. It's mimicking like mimicking our culture. Um, you know, the, one of the best quotes is uh, Henry David Thoreau says the uh, the monkey in in Paris puts on a hat and all the other monkeys have to follow suit. You know, mm-hmm. because yeah. Paris sets the tone for what well, did for for fashion, and you know we set the tone for most things. A so, lot of a lot of things. Yeah. So well, if you think about culturally over the last hundred years, what have we done? Comedy, stand-up comedy, rock and roll, jazz, jazz, the blues, blues, hip-hop. It's all coming from here, baby. Basketball. Basketball. Basketball is huge in every country. The right. only the only thing that we're that is huge everywhere that we don't give a fuck about is soccer. Right. And you can keep trying to make fetch happen, buddy, but it ain't gonna happen here. There's there's a reason why Americans don't like soccer. It's boring. Because we're great. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby, I hate to tell you this. I was gonna try not to say it. But here it is. Soccer was created for men to play while their women could 
No, for women to play while their men cook dinner. <laughs> oh, I thought you Europe. I thought you were going to say soccer was a game that they invented for for men to play while the women go to war. <laughs> that actually would have been funnier because <laughs> Bobby um, wanted to play soccer, and I don't. I didn't see any of this, but I, I can't imagine people that didn't grow grow up during the eighties. Whenever we grew up, can believe just how shockingly cavalier the parents are about their children being gone at all hours of the day being gone for days at a time yeah and i'm not saying it's a little bit overblown in stranger things but whenever we woke up we stuffed some groceries down our neck we got on our bikes and we left until it got dark during mm-hmm. the summertime sure. we did not come back unless we just wanted to there was no rules in dixie there were no get home by the street lights there are no street lights so we were gone most of the time from the time we woke up after we ate breakfast until t- till dark. And still, even after dark, we'd come and eat supper, and then just, we'd go back out until just, midnight. And you just, re- you just stay hydrated through, through random neighbors' hoses. hoses. Yeah. Creeks. <laughs> we could drink out of the creeks back then. So we, we'd be up in the woods throwing fucking rocks at each other, shooting each other with BB guns, doing whatever it was. Uh, we'd go down to the Dixie ball field, and we'd have pickup games of baseball for – Hours and hours at a time, our parents. Well, here's here the thing: the thing is about growing up in a small town. We're never more than two or three phone calls away. Right. They can figure it out. Everybody's watching everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows everybody. But unless there's a fight happening or something, because one time there was a fight uh, somewhere. Me and somebody else, like my brother, was egging us on to fight. One of his friends, who's four years older than me, and I'm eight, and I'm <laughs> and he's like trying to make me fight. <laughs> I'm like. I guess. I guess I'll fight this guy that's way bigger than me. Cool. I always got into little boxing matches with guys that were a foot and a half taller than me. It yeah. wasn't a big deal. Yeah, it was just what happened. <laughs> a little boxing match. Yeah, we weren't trying to kill each other, but we'd wrestle around. Well, somebody, and, somebody spills blood, and they go, okay, that's enough. I don't and, like this. But uh, whenever that was happening, five minutes later, my dad pulls up. Hey, stop. And then he leaves. <laughs> Carry on. Just don't hurt each other. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but, I mean, you, ha- you you probably experienced it, too. You're gone. Mm-hmm. We're riding bikes. We're hurting each other. We're fucking wrestling. We're getting, well, shit, Boomer was getting into trouble. Boomer was an awesome place because you could go up to the Catholic Church. You'd run around to the grounds there. You could go down to the creek, to the river. You could go around the, around the Baptist Church. Then you could you could follow the creek up into the holler. We followed it way up one time, like for miles. And uh, then you could come back down over Harewood, walk back down, go back down down, down into Boomer. And um, yeah, we used to we used to play war, and it would be all of Boomer. Like was it like open? So you had to go. It's guerrilla tactics. You had to find out where each other were, and you know all that shit. I mean, it was. You know, there's still people doing stuff like that in in cities with like. Uh, paintball guns. Really? Yeah. And they know there's people playing, and they know who's playing, and they'll stake out, they'll hide places. They have a way of identifying each other or something. Yeah. Like you wear a scarf or something. Something like that. And they'll, I don't know if they use, I don't know what they, uh, there's no way they let them use paintball guns, but they, there's yeah, paintball super hurt. soakers or something. Yeah. And uh, there's also a game of tag. There's a movie called Tag on HBO right now mm-hmm. that's based on a real thing where friends started a game of tag when they were kids, and it's never ended. <laughs> And that movie's actually pretty fucking funny, to be quite honest. Yeah, yeah even though it has Ed Helms in it. Um, <laughs> the Ed Helms hatred continues. <laughs> Isn't John Hammond that, too? Yeah. Does he play a prick in it? A bit, yeah. God, I can, <laughs> can't get a break. I mean, he should be Superman, right? He should be, as I was saying, uh, I said this yesterday after 
we were talking, I was talking to somebody else about Mad Men. I said he should be, if he could put on about 50 pounds, maybe not even that much, 30, 25. He's about a 220-pound guy, I'd say. Don He's Draper? Pretty good shape. Who are we talking about? Don, Don Draper. Yeah. You think he's 220? He's tall. Yeah, okay. That's broad shoulder. Yeah, yeah. He's not very. He's not super muscular, but he's he is broad I would say, shoulder. I would he's say, in shape. I would yeah. say 215. Okay. Easy. You get him to about 250, I would say. And He's Batman. He's Superman. Mm-hmm. Chin. Yeah. I mean, he would be great for Kingdom Come Superman. Superman of the, the Future. Man. Yeah, with, oh, the, man. with the midnight blue suit and the black and red S. You know, with the wings of gray hair on the sides. You know, that would be, he'd be perfect, actually. Actually, somebody has already done that. They've, 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 they've shopped, him, shopped into, him into that, so. But, uh, yeah, growing up then was weird. It, not weird, but, like, I can't imagine growing up now where, like, we did our fair share of staying in the house and playing video games or whatever, but it was just, it was a completely different thing. We would have rather been outside beating the shit out of each other, playing Smear the Queer, which was real. Yeah. People don't know that, but that was a real thing. Playing keep away, yeah. Remember keep away? Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of a lot of the a lot of the hierarchy and a lot of the games revolved around around picking on people, yeah, and not being the person that's getting picked on. I mean, that was like a lot of like like in school. It was like, I mean, there were there, I mean, there were certain people that like uh, that just accepted the role as being the person that that was going to get picked on. Like they just decided that, and so it became like almost like this is a voluntary situation. This person. This is their form of. This is their way of getting attention. Like there's there's a couple cases of that where the person, like basically decided I'm going to be a heel. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, I forgot that <laughs> I said that. I told uh, Aaron and Elena who uh, who uh, John played at the bar the other he, night. He told me. Uh, did I tell you? Yeah, I told I told everybody. He told me much. three times. Whenever I was uh, getting ready to go on, I was like, I think I'm going to go up there and turn heel. <laughs> 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 it kind of did But uh, yeah man It was it, Just having that much freedom When you're a kid And like still having it But not being able to utilize it as much Because you, you have to be able to pay for things Alright Kind of sucks But what are you going to do? Having to pay for things Yeah being an adult And having oh, Right Those Bills and such Right um, I'm definitely Happier As a as a middle-aged man than I was as a 20-something, a teen, or anything before that. I'm getting there. I there were parts so. of my childhood that were great. Don't get me wrong. But overall, I just remember feeling pretty anxious and uncomfortable. My childhood was fairly traumatic. Yeah. So um, One thing I'm dealing with now that I'm losing weight and getting in better shape and becoming more confident, like I'm still not – I'm happier that everything doesn't hurt all the time as bad. But like – I still hate every like I, I still hate myself and I still want to kill myself a lot. So I need to deal with that somehow. <laughs> just fucking just verbal programming. Yeah, you need to <laughs> need to cut that up a little bit. I mean, I, I mean that's I, why I talk about it. That's <laughs> to I mean, be honest. That's, I've been, that's why I joke about it. I spent most of my life in a state of constantly every ten seconds thinking, having a flash in my head of how I'm going to kill myself. Here's but a favorite, I, th- I, and I got rid of it. <laughs> I fucking got rid of that shit. Here's a favorite thing in the vein of uh, your yoga picture mm-hmm. that you were proud of. I'm provisionally proud of that. Yeah, you look like a big, strong man. He a meatball. Big barrel of sex right there. Look at that. I'm just like, 
my shoulders have gotten much broader. You got to put that on the gram, bud. No. You got to put that on the gram. No. It's, put it on the gram. It's going to be a process. I'm going to show that one, then another one, then you know what I mean? Right on. You're saving up your, your Absolutely. Load. Just like I said he's, I was going to. So. He's um, load saving. Like all the <laughs> load saving. <laughs> the ridiculous amounts of working out. A, like I was talking about, it seems like when I do this, I just keep getting stronger as opposed to trying to do what they tell me to do. Was what you can't work out this day. You can't. I'm like fuck it. I'm going to work out, and I just keep getting stronger, and I keep feeling better. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, uh, and that, I don't understand. I mean, I guess rest. I understand rest and active I, recovery. Yeah, but I just I'm squatting heavy heavy every day, and I feel better. And if I feel it doesn't make you sore. Then I don't see why you should stop. You know. Well, I'm, my legs are sore. I mean, because I. Are they? Are your muscles sore, or is it like more like joints? It's muscles. Mm-hmm. It's not joints. You know, when your joints are sore, that's bad. Yeah. But when your muscles are sore, that's good. You know, I mean, but I'm just saying that. But it's not like the first day you've squatted after taking a month off from squatting sore. I know what that's no, like. No, no, yeah, terrible. that's that's the worst. I mean, that's the really worst. But I'm I'm saying that you know instead of you know my gains whatever plummeting and and my strength going down, it just keeps going up. I'm like, well. It's working. Should I keep doing it? You know what I mean? Because they say, and I've tried to get on message boards and, and try to and try to ferret out if people people can do this. Everybody says not to do it, and I'm like, it works for me. I guess I'll yeah, keep everybody's doing different. It, you know, yeah. so if you want to keep doing it, and I don't see, and it makes you feel good. Fuck what the experts say. They're not an expert on you, right? But I mean, I don't want to. You you get kind of nervous because I don't want any. Setbacks, you know what I mean? Because I don't deal well with setbacks. So, well, just don't. Uh, you, you say you're squatting heavy every day. You're not going up to like four hundred some pounds, are you? I'm going in mid threes. Ah, you'll be fine. Yeah. I know you can do that easily. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't even fucking worry about it. Yeah, I've gone. I'll go up to four hundred pounds on squat day. But other than that, I don't go up that high. Well, the five by five squats were every day. I remember. So, mm-hmm. but I was only doing it three or four days a week. You're doing it five, six. Yeah, some I might take a day off here and there, but I really don't. I mean, take a day off and go hiking for active. Yeah, recovery. I would really like to do some stuff like that. I just that that is more of a wild card right now, and I need everything to be regimented at this moment so I can get myself. You know what I mean? The reason that you succeeded with yoga is you were so regimented with it. I need well, it's because it has a program laid out for you. you. Do this this day, this this day. And right. part, well, part of it was too, and it gives you points, and you have a heart part, rate monitor and part, lets you know. When you're part doing. of it was too is that like your your cheapness motivated you because like I paid for this. Yeah, I, I better. <laughs> I better. One hundred percent part. Of it. That can be a good motivator. It, and it wasn't like it was prohibitively expensive. It wasn't like it, it was eighty five dollars. <laughs> and I was still every, like, no, I'm going to get every penny of it. Eighty five. I'm not. Bucks. I haven't missed one one day that I'm. To work out, I haven't canceled one, I haven't missed fucking one, and some of them are only 15 fucking minutes, so it's not that big of a deal. The yoga I've been doing is 10 minutes, 10 minute beginner, beginner That's yoga. That's not bad at all. Just getting just getting a stretch in after you work out, and mm-hmm. I, I don't for power stuff, don't, I wouldn't stretch. I mean, warm up, start light. That's your that's your stretching, is mm-hmm. starting light, but do do the uh, stretching afterwards so you're not so stiff the rest of the fucking day. Yeah, I've noticed, man, I can't put my feet flat on the ground. Like my heels and my and my toes, I can't ever, ever. It's weird. Is it because your calves are tight? I don't know. Hmm. Like I can do now, but if I'm laying down, 
I can't do it. Like my feet have to be cocked this way. I can't. You know. Hmm. <laughs> no, I don't. Honestly. No. <laughs> well, I mean, you're. I don't know what it's like to have your feet. I'm not exactly sure what you're talking about either. Yeah, I mean, I can't, I, like my I mean, like, feet, my feet sitting, can, I can do anything with my feet. Like they're kind of flexible, so I don't. Like when you're sitting? No, I can do that. Of course. Like when you're standing. But when I'm laying down. Oh, laying down. Yeah, and I'm. On your back. And I have to do like the heart stretch where you're, you know, put your legs. I can't put my feet flat on the ground. Oh, that's what they call uh, DDP yoga calls it pinfall when you're on your back and your legs, your knees are in the air and you push up. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Um, I can, but at the beginning, I couldn't. Right. So I would push off on the balls of my toes, balls of my feet. I do mountain pose. I do threading the needle where you lay down. I do uh, downward facing dog. I do, you know, all the just basics. And I really like it. It makes me feel good. And then I meditate for 15 minutes. Do you have a mantra? No. That's not, uh, mantra's TM, where you repeat the same thing mm-hmm. over and over for the entire thing. And apparently you can go into a psychedelic state if you do it well enough. Oh, I'll tell you this. Uh, I listen. I, I do a. It's been the same meditation 15 minute thing that I listen to. And I do leave. Like, not leave my body, but I leave everything behind. I'm just kind of like floating, and then I have to come back to it. I'm like, whoa, you know, I'm back now. And it's, it's very, it's good. It, it helps calm me down. Um, should have been doing it all along. There so. was a, um, a power lifter guy, like, strongman guy on Rogan the other day. And he Oberst, said, Robert, uh, yeah, Oberst. Robert Oberst. He said, if you uh, if you're not trying to be a strong man, you shouldn't do deadlifts. You shouldn't do deadlifts. And I wonder if he was saying at all, or you shouldn't try to kill yourself doing deadlifts because deadlifts are so you know, there's fun. De- there's definitely definitely benefits for, to doing deadlifts if you're a football player or an M- MMA fighter. He or, said, in, he says no. He, he played uh, Division Two football, and he said they didn't do deadlifts. They did cleans. And jerks instead of deadlifts. Well, deadlifts are not necessary. They're not an explosive exercise. Yeah. It is a steady pull. So it really doesn't help you. It helps you in your overall body strength. And it actually helps your core. It helps lots of stuff. But they're extremely fucking dangerous. Yeah. I mean, people aren't able to walk sometimes after they blow their back out from going deadlifts. So what I'm, what I'm thinking is, like, if you're not trying to do what he does, if you're going to do deadlifts... Just stay in a range where you're not going to hurt yourself. I do Romanian deadlifts. I don't do from the floor anymore. Yeah, that's smart. And you know, nobody even say it's smart. You know, it's actually a really good exercise. It's basically a deadlift. It's just fucking toe touches. Yeah, just do toe touches until you you know do uh, whatever hyper extensions too. A uh, hundred toe touch, whatever it takes to get you tired, and that's a lot safer. And it'll probably decrease your chance of getting injured when you do the heavy deadlifts because you're building those muscles in a low impact way. Like bodyweight stuff is awesome. Bodyweight squats, oh, it's, lunges. It is great. It is great. We do pull I do, ups. I mean, I do a lot of that stuff. Well, I do some of that stuff for conditioning for boxing and stuff. And it's, it's you can get a fucking awesome workout without any accoutrement whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you just need a pull up bar and uh, the will to do it, I suppose. I, try, I did. I, I, there was a pull up bar. I was going for a walk in the park, and I tried. To, I haven't done tried to do a pull up in like several years. I was like, oh my god, I fucking <laughs> suck. <laughs> I can't. I can do them in close, and I can do a few. I can do. I can't do them out wide for some uh, reason. Underarm and close grip, I can still do. I can still crank several out mm-hmm. if I don't go all the way down. Right. Um, but the the overhand wide grip ones, I've always been weak weaker on those. He was saying that uh, with bench presses and shoulder presses and stuff, uh, they make bars now where you can you're doing it like this with your arms 
that makes parallel more sense to, your body to me mm-hmm. instead of like this. Mm-hmm. That makes more sense to it me. Now that I think about sense. it, just do it like that, like you're doing a, a row. But again, it's like okay, I was, I was doing, uh, I'm doing flat bench still, but the pow- main power exercise I do for my push now is is incline bench press, and I can fucking crank those fucking things out. Like I'm, I'm inclined is where you're working your upper chest mm-hmm. yeah. and your and your shoulders more. Yeah, and I can fucking rep, 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 rep heavy weight. You know, I went up to two fifteen today and was repping it. Uh, it was not difficult. Yeah, but those um, are harder than a regular bench press. Is that for most people? Most people. Yeah. For me, it's always been the other way around. I mean, anything pressing over my head, I can do a fuck ton. I mean, I used to sit down and do, I could do one hundred twenty pound dumbbells in each hand for shoulder press. That's pretty good. I mean, I remember I used to have to hand them to you. I was like, fuck. <laughs> they were, <laughs> we're pretty heavy. But, um, I'm just saying that not everybody. Is good at those You know I, I'm just saying Everybody's body's Constructed differently So I don't I'm doing dumbbell benches now And I'm better with dumbbells On a flat bench So Because you can hold them like this Straight up and down like that right Well Or do you do them like this I do them like that But it's more It's more of a natural movement Where I don't I'm not forced into a range of motion And it doesn't make my shoulders hurt Incline benches do not make my shoulders hurt at all. Just fucking do those then, man. I'm, Fuck I, I have started substituting them. So You could do different levels of incline, too. You could do like at a... Yeah, then a more this than angle, This and, angle, this mm-hmm. angle. Then you can do a decline, because everybody knows that's the greatest exercise is a decline. <laughs> <laughs> I was always kind of curious as to why people... Did the decline Because I mean, it's easier I mean, and It I, I does work help, a different thing It helps like Build definition yeah, In your I mean, lower chest Gives you more titty Like mm-hmm. uh, more of a titty look But it, it seems like Everybody would want Upper chest Makes your chest look Enormous Massive Yeah like Arnold Schwarzenegger Had great upper chest development Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, And Franco Colombo or, or one of them Did not do flat benches He refused He's like He did them during competition On powerlifting And he said after that There was no reason To do them anymore He said they 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 serve no practical purpose In bodybuilding And he was right And it's just You know um, Sorry I'm sorry I guess he wasn't really Into the decline bench either (laughs) I don't think he ever Did a decline bench (laughs) And he was Freakishly fucking strong He was a real little guy And so So goddamn strong I guess guess if you're gonna do Decline you should just do dips Well And I mean You know Decline we're crapping on it a little bit, but it it does have its 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 purpose, and it does it does alleviate some shoulder pain. It does not, you know, some people have bad shoulders. So, and I'm the king of shoulder pain. So whatever you can do to get out of that, because my shoulders, first of his name, <laughs> king of the Andals of the shoulder pain. <laughs> um, no, I, I, my shoulders would hurt so bad laying on the couch that it, I couldn't sleep. And since I've been doing more inclines and, and dumbbell benches flat, I don't have shoulder pain anymore. So I guess I'll stick with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Less pain is better than more pain. Yeah. Uh, one would think. But, you know, I have to. They I, say no pain, no gain. I don't agree with that all the time. Uh, pain in a, in, a, in a provisional sense, like as in. I don't feel like doing this today and you do it anyway. Yeah. Like or uh, it's more mental. Yeah, or something that's uh, that's a pain that's in your muscle that's more like fatigue as opposed to actual pain, you know. Um, with my back, I still do low rep. Like I, I love doing that; it's effective. Um, with your rows and yeah, I'm doing uh, heavy bent over rows uh, and one arm rows, and I I'm up to one arm rows a lot better. I'm up to 140 pound dumbbell one arm rows. So you have to build your own dumbbell. It's neat. So I'm that's 
I can't wait till I can slap three twenty fives on each side and fucking. It, it, it is an ego thing. It is impressive to look at, even if you're the only one looking at it. Nobody's in the gym when I'm in there. I'm not doing it for somebody else. I'm doing it for me, so I can look at it. You know, so. and then you can tell us about it in our sure. thousands upon thousands of listeners. Sure, <laughs> all around the world. Um, I was trying to think of something. Oh, Aljamain Sterling. He's a UFC fighter. He said that he doesn't even do bench presses anymore. He's like. Not because it's a bad exercise, just when am I going to do that in a fight? Sure. If I try to bench press, if I'm on the ground and somebody's on top of me. You've already lost. It, <laughs> and, I, and I try to bench press him off of me, he's going to grab my arm and rip it off. Yeah. That's pretty much what's going to happen. Even in football, necessarily, I mean, I, I guess, I don't know. Really, with, with football, uh, squats, deadlift. Well, clean and jerk. Clean and jerk. But if if you re, if you're a lineman, really, what you could be doing is just instead of going to the weight room for three or four hours, go out to the field where the blocking sled is. If you have a one man sled, and just shove that fucking thing around. Yeah, and just get in your three point stance and sprint. Explode to it and fucking. And block that thing for seven seconds because if you have to block somebody for more than seven seconds, the quarterback the is not doing his fucking oh, job. The running back and the running back the is not hitting hole. the hole. <laughs> so hit it for seven seconds. Take a fifteen second break, twenty second break, whatever it is you think, and then do it again. Mm-hmm. That's really what you should be doing. And all the other stuff is great in sprints too, like you said. Sprints are pretty important. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think. Training a lot of time, especially on the high school level, is not even thought about at all. Like no. you go in there and you lift weights like Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah. It's not really what you need it's to not do. Exactly. Like, how? How? Yeah. How? How are your pectoral muscles helping you as a defensive back? Well, but like, I, you know, I, like or whatever it is you're doing, right? It, but it's like the old saying that the old guys who were against weightlifting altogether, which is dumb, but they used to say, "Look like Tarzan, play like Jane." I mean, there is some basis to that, but. They were people who believed at one point that you shouldn't lift weights that it's that it's cheating or it's you know or it builds your strength in a in a in a way that's not effective. That's, that's un- fucking dumb. It's that's just, unnatural yeah. or something. Yeah, like in the like I sit there and look at the guys in fifties and sixties and I imagine us walking around the fifties. We would fucking rule. The, we would be kings of the fifties and sixties. If I could go back in time and play football in the fifties, oh and 60s. god, you were master somebody. <laughs> go go back to my twenty year old self. Yeah. I would make tens of thousands of dollars a year in the NFL because they didn't pay him very much. <laughs> yeah, then. No. And then I'd still have to work in a steel mill. <laughs> <laughs> and you, then you get a job at a local car dealership yeah. being, a, being a hawk man. <laughs> Come down to Underwoods, used car dealership. Where you can score a touchdown in savings. <laughs> Where you want to go when you're looking for your new ride. When you really want it. Hometown Kia. Come on in. <laughs> All right. Um, um, oh, Charles, is this you? I have to ask. It's got to make sure that this isn't you. Why is that okay? Great, why is it okay for women to say, oh, you're five feet on dating sites? You should be dead. That's okay? Who said that to you here? Nobody. The women in general have said it on dating sites. You think I'm making that shit up? Yeah. Everywhere I go, I get the same fucking smirk with the biting lip. 
with the fighting list. Shut your mouth. You're not God or my father or my boss. Is this you? <laughs> I wish it was. Dude, little guy. You want to step outside? You want to step outside? Little short fella. Huh? I'm not standing. He's having a sugar crash. <laughs> you shut up, too. Shut up. No. Go ahead and attack me, big <laughs> Here's the thing. What did he? I, I can't tell if that guy that that took him down is five eleven or seven feet tall. I know because this guy is so little. He's he's five foot nothing. He's got that most that 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 really obnoxious accent. Accent. Oh god, it's, this is Long Island. This is a bagel oh, shop god. in Long Island. Of course it is. I've seen other videos of this. Guy. I recorded the whole time. Oh, he's made he's made videos oh, like. Did you hear that laugh? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. That's funny. That's how do you? What's the, this guy's so short tag? that the water's cold in the shower by the time it hits him? <laughs> what's, the ta- what's the tag? For- <laughs> he can sit on the edge of a nickel and swing his legs. <laughs> <laughs> what's the? T- how do we find this guy? What's the tag? Just Bagel Boss, because this is where he—that's uh, where he lost his shit at. Because I, I saw another a different video where he was doing the same shit in like a gas station. Yeah, he's got he's complaining. He has about his own YouTube channel. Short people rights and how he's, yeah, he's discriminated like, against he's, all the time. He's, this guy's an asshole. Like he but, got he got he got mad at the clerk at like a gas station. How tall he is? <laughs> yeah, like was like raging at this guy. But this poor like before I found out that he had this YouTube channel where he was just being an asshole all over the place, asshole around the world. Like I was like, man, this poor bastard. Like I can't imagine being that diminutive. And I mean, it's one thing to be fat, but I can fix that, you know. Like it's just—it's not like you—you you get the—you get the thing that like like Warwick Davis has. It's like where you've got a sh- you know you've got a niche. Yeah, yeah. You've got a special skill by being small. It's like you're you're not a dwarf or whatever. If you're not a dwarf and you're less than five feet tall, I can't help but mention it. And you're out. a male. Yeah, and you're a male. Like girl, a girl, a really short girl. You know, she might have to hear about being short, but it's not like my pickup line with girls that small is, "I don't know whether to fuck you or pick you up and jack off with you." <laughs> they love it. Yeah, works every time. <laughs> they love me. They love me. <laughs> but this guy's been getting shat upon his entire life for being little. I can't imagine how hard it is to get laid for for that guy. I mean, if you got a good personality, and he indeed does not <laughs> it, that can that can help you in a lot of ways right but being five foot tall some girls, and being an asshole some men women like all kinds of different shit some girls like short they're turned on by like a little guy some some but what if he's an asshole too on top of it? well some girls really like that actually actually seems like most women really like that <laughs> it, it, <laughs> yeah. it seems like if you're going to be an asshole you need to at least be not a member at least of the like, lollipop at game. least like in a primal way like they you know the asshole's more likely to protect your I mean your shit or something I don't know but good lord there's some there's some biological explanation for why so many women go for so many fucking douchebags I'm not sure what it is but I can't it, it, imagine. Do, it does seem to be a thing I don't think I'm imagining it no you're women, definitely women not. are not turned on by nice guys usually imagine no. trying to make your eggs in the morning and needing a step stool to stand at the stove and flip your eggs and you're not a dwarf. 
Yeah, I mean, I you're could, just a tiny little guy. You're I just a see, cute little sprite. I could see having to hear for, hear about it all the time. Every other conversation you have is some, has something to do with your height, and but it's just one of those things. It's like you, you know, you either get better, or you get better. You know, you can just like you know, there are things about me that people you know I, I get tired of hearing about, and sometimes I sometimes I lose my cool. But for the most part, it's just like oh yeah, I've heard that nine times. Okay. Well, the first, what, what you got to do is own it. Yeah, you need to make the you, you need to be, to the, be the first person to beat make the short joke. It. I yeah. used to be the first person to make a fat joke about myself because then the, I take the power away from you. Well, this was the Tyrion Lannister thing. Don't ever let he's like take what they call you, own it, and armor yourself in it, and that way they can't hurt you with it anymore. Right. This guy has chosen to just be a little bitch about his exactly you know, to, be a, to be a raw nerve about it. Yeah, just a legitimate little bitch. Yeah, yeah. but he's so cute, and I kind of want to. I kind of want him to be my Joe C. If I start a rap, a rap career. A little mini mint mill mini Dutch. Yeah. Come on, Jesse. He could be my little hype man. <laughs> Let's get <laughs> that cute little bastard over there. <laughs> Let's get in the convertible. Let's think about America. <laughs> God, fucking idiot. God damn it. Um, also, at work this week, this is I'm continuing with favorite things. It's so hot in the warehouse. If it's 95, you know what it's like. If it's 90 <laughs> degrees outside. Yeah, I've got a fucking thousand degree fucking furnace in my if face. If it's 90 degrees outside, it's 115 in the warehouse mm-hmm. and everybody's real sweaty, but there's one guy at work that is exceptionally sweaty. <laughs> it is, it has to be oppressive for him. Like it, I can't understand. And he's, he's new. So in the first 90 days when you're there, you have to wear a, a vest, oh God. a reflective vest. So that makes it even hotter. Mm-hmm. And, he sweat sweated so bad that his entire shirt was soaked. His shorts were soaked. And I know what it's like being in wet clothes. That had to be miserable. Absolutely. And the next day he came in complaining that his shirt rubbed his nipples raw. Mm-hmm. And wet clothes suck. And um, he can comp- you don't. You don't do that around a bunch of dudes. No. So now guess what his nickname is? Nipples. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, nipples. <laughs> hey, nip. How did you know? Based on that information. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking guys are the worst. What? Yeah, but I mean, you got to learn how to take it. Yeah. Well, I mean, know. they called me tiny when I got there, and oh. and they still do. And, I'm, and I told the guys, like, you know, in like three months, I'm going to be smaller than you, right? I'm going to weigh less than you. Are we still gonna call me Tiny? Whatever you, I don't care. It doesn't bother me. But you're gonna be fatter than me. Well, they used to call me Pee Wee at uh, at uh, Magratech. Pee Wee. I mean, I was for being muscular, being oh, big, you know, being big. So yeah. it was like an opposite opposite thing. thing yeah, yeah. It's sort of like me. Yeah, I get it now. But um, now he's nipples, and that's pretty. Now funny. his life is ruined. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna kill unless himself. he's unless he owns. He's it. fine with it. Yeah, he yeah. Ah, fuck you. But um, I don't understand why they don't get us better. Like the shirts that they give us are uh, just regular t-shirt material, and they're so stupid hot, and they're dark yeah, you, blue. You need cotton, man. Cotton's you know, I mean, that's that's what we have at the plant, and it'll you'll get soaking wet in it, sweat it, and you take it off and you put it in something where it, it has some area to de- evaporate. Twenty minutes, fucking thing's dry. You know, I mean, it's. I went and got some shirts this morning at Walmart that are supposed to be moisture wicking and all that crap. They're like five bucks a piece at Walmart. I'll try them out and see how they work. But yeah. it, it doesn't have the stupid logo for the place I work on it. So hopefully I don't get yelled at for that. I don't really care. What are you going to do? Yeah. Um, at work this week, I was uh, unloading some pipe into a rack and 
a little mishap happened. You have to roll the pipe off of the forklift, and the the manager, like the head H, the HNIC. Yeah, I saw earlier. Uh, you almost had an accident out there with the uh, forklift there. Uh, if you thought about maybe lowering it down to um, to make it a little bit safer, and like, well, I mean, in order to get it on the top rack. <laughs> I have to lift it all the way up to the top rack and a little That's bit over. The stupidest fucking question. And a little her. bit over so I can roll it off. He's like, "Yeah, but uh, couldn't you do it a little bit lower?" And I was like, "I asked him, how much experience do you have <laughs> operating a forklift and loading and unloading pipe?" And his the, the very next thing he says, "How much weight have you lost since you started?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's move it in any more pleasing direction for the conversation. <laughs> this isn't working out well for me. This is why I have let's trouble with authority figures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anybody got any umbrage? No. No umbrage? Not really. I like it. I kind of had... It's perfect. I, I was thinking in the truck about some umbrage, but it's, it's generalized umbrage. I like it. That's fine with me. It's not... Um, it's not interesting. Let me get the theme song. We had another episode taken down this week. Episode 184, This Old Eye Socket, got taken down because apparently we played a Lady Gaga song. So now we can't play Jay-Z or Lady Gaga anymore. Yeah. And I like Lady Gaga a lot. Lady Gaga. Um. Oh, Lord. Charles, would you like to make a noise? <gasps> Impressive. <laughs> so, I don't know. I was just thinking, I was just driving and thinking, it's like, oh, it's a nice day. I was in a generally good mood, but I was also kind of like, you know, just grinding my gears like I normally do. About stuff, just generalized, just people, all the interactions I have with people, my state, my place in the universe, what my life is like dealing with other human beings. And it just gets really frustrating sometimes, like just, just uh, being, you know, being me, I guess, or being being different. Which I guess everyone experiences this to some degree because we're all unique and we all have, we all feel like we're not understood or, or we're not, you know, feel disconnected or whatever. But it's particularly frustrating dealing with um, just people and like all this, the stupid assumptions that people make. Mm-hmm. That I was thinking, I came up with the term for it. Assumption barriers. Uh huh. Um, I sort of hinted at, at the beginning of the show. It's like, oh, because it's like if, if the word libertarian gets mentioned, then the assumption barrier comes up, which is alt right, racist, miso- you know, xenophobe, whatever uh, things you can lump it the way that people think, the way they have these like categoristic ways of thinking. And uh, just all these just stupid assumptions that people make, and how difficult it is to like get through these barriers. It just seems, and I've been spending a lot of time, you know, reading comment sections like this morning, and kind of thinking about just just how terrible people are at communicating. It's like you might be good at communicating something verbally and getting your idea across, but that doesn't mean that the other person, it's comprehension is more important than communication, right? Mm-hmm. Actually, actually grasping what the, what the person is saying and internalizing it. Instead of understanding what the words mean, deflecting it, and then waiting for your turn to talk, which is what most dialogue seems to be. Um, so, this, like I say, this is just a generalized angst thing. It's, it's just very, very frustrating for me uh, dealing with people in any kind of like where you actually are trying to exchange some information of some kind. People are just really fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I fucking hate them. Like, yeah. I really fucking hate people. 
Um, I'm trying to think of like some examples. I don't. Nothing's really coming to mind, but. Um, Morose. It, it just seems. It just seems to be. Yeah. Morose, it just seems yeah. to be like. I, I hate. I hate being the guy saying. Seems like things are getting worse in some way because I don't. You know. I don't normally feel that way, but it, it just lately it just seems like the way that. The way that people talk to each other and the way they interact is just becoming like. Is this really? Is this really adulthood? Like, are these? Like, how do you live? Like, say, if it's a forty-year-old person or a thirty, or how do you live for thirty-some years, and be that fucking stupid? You know, like, like, and be that like in in enabled to just like communicate with somebody in a in a mature way, or to disagree with someone in a mature way. This is random because I mean. Like I don't know if it's just this country. I mean, but no, I don't because I'm, I've got all kinds of international people in my mm-hmm. Facebook feed that have actually the Europeans are the ones I was reading today. They were fucking total pieces of shit. Mm. <laughs> They're absolute fucking assholes. So, I mean, not all of them. I'm not just uh, every bit as much as anybody from anywhere else. Um, yeah, I don't think I don't think it's not a cultural thing. It's like it's a global thing. I mean, it's of course it's going to vary from place to place somewhat, but it's just. Uh, I don't know. It's just, it's just my, that's my umbrage. It's just fucking, I just fucking hate people. It's like, I really, I'm really glad that I don't have to like work in some service position anymore where I constantly have to deal with people, person after person sure. or like in a call center or something where when I have to do, when I've had to do jobs like that in the past, it really made it impossible for me. That's, that's a little too, too far, but it made it feel impossible for me to, to be ha- like mentally healthy. Sure. Having to do that for, even twenty, even for like a part-time job or something, doing something like that for even twenty-five hours a week, like in a service position, and having to deal with motherfuckers all the time, mm. and not being able to, to fucking kill them, or so, or, or, or or you know or def, you know defend yourself because you're like a captive, you know you're like a you know you're like a captive audience. Like if you're behind a counter or you can't, uh, yeah, you you like they can talk to you and they can say things and you have to uh, obtain you know uphold a certain level of professionalism or whatever or you'll get fired you even have to be obsequious a little bit yeah I mean, so in some cases yeah i mean even jobs where i was allowed to not take shit from people you're still captive all day mm-hmm. and, and you and you don't get to you can't sh- you can't just go shut off like you're you're in front of people all mm-hmm. fucking day uh i'm just very glad i don't have to do that anymore because i would be <laughs> fucking suicidal uh, this this week at work, I was coming. I, I came out of the uh, warehouse on a forklift, and there was a salesman standing right in the doorway, doing something on a paper right where I need to go. And he moved out of the way and acted like it was a big fucking deal. And two minutes later, I come. I'm getting ready to come back in with a load of pipe through, and he's still in the way. And he hears me coming up, and he won't move. And there's people saying, "Hey, man, he's coming through there with the uh, forklift." And he's like, "Well, he can fucking wait." So me, an intellectual. Raises up the forks over top of his fucking head and <laughs> just goes right by him. He goes, Really? You know, that's against the law. They could fire you for that. I said, Then fucking fire me. There's thousands of other feet in this warehouse where you could stand there and do that. There's only one place where I can go in and out. So if you'll excuse me, I'll continue to do my job. God, what a douchebag. I know. I can't stand that. People, uh, or, or I'm you, not being pushed around by these motherfuckers. Or you get, uh, you ever get like um, shopping cart rage? Okay. Yes. And it's just like, my fucking God, are you a human being that just looked at me in the eye and just continue to stand in the way? Yeah. Are you or have it, a conversation is this with real? another person? Is this real? <laughs> yeah. I know. 
the worst. But that's yeah. That's just my numbers. It's just just fucking stupid people. Just inconsiderate thoughts. Well, I mean, in that vein, it's like you can't even be like. Again, I'm odd man out at the place I work because I read, and you know, you don't. Have, <laughs> no, 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 I'm not saying they can't read, but I'm saying I read for intellectual pursuit, and you know what I mean, like that. And I, I'm not saying I'm more intelligent than they are. I'm just saying that. I, I have a, a desire to learn something, and and people just they don't like that. They don't like it at all, you know. And it's that's funny. It's like yeah, like it's it's you're just like in a it's 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 funny how how your experience is so different from mine because I don't hang out with a lot of working class people like that who mm-hmm. who have that mindset. Most of the people that I interact with are like snooty in the opposite direction. Right. Like if you admit that you haven't read a book in a month, they're like, huh. yeah, yeah, uneducated moron. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But you know, you know what I'm saying. It's just so yeah. inter- it's so interesting. It's the same thing. That, it's that just it, on different ends in your, of the spectrum. In your con, in your uh, you know context of where you work, it's like it's weird to be like what is a nor- what you know what, what in, from another person's context it's is normal. Like, is the you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I still get weird looks. There's a there's a couple. I'm not saying not, uh, that the people I work with are stupid, but we're just different. Mm. And like I listen to to music that isn't on the radio, <laughs> and they listen to the pop country music. And there's another there's another guy that works there that he's I think he's like 21, and he listens to like a lot of the same shit I do. He's in like prog rock. Yeah, he, he plays guitar too. Mm-hmm. So me and him kind of hit it off, so even though we're 20 years apart, and we're seen as sort of weirdos. And I'm fine with it. I'm used to being a weirdo. My dad thought I was a weirdo. My mom thinks I'm a weirdo. It's fine. Nobody cares. I don't care anymore. It's it's good, but like. Like if I'll pull up a song and put it through the uh, through the Bluetooth. What speaker. is this shit? What is this garbage? I'm like, oh, it's fucking Neil Young. Play man. something good. You should know. Play something good. Where's that new Brantley Gilbert song about standing your ground? I put a song about a truck on, and then, and then they look at you like, you know, good. <laughs> apparently, something good. Apparently, I don't, <laughs> <laughs> and you don't either. I think I know what you mean, and I think that we have a different idea of what that word means. Yeah. Completely different. There's a uh, I got we and uh, that guy got on a rant because the Eagles are coming to Charleston at some point. And it was like I don't I hate the fucking Eagles. I never like if, if I went to an Eagles concert, what I would do if I could afford it, I would scalp the ticket. I would buy all of the tickets and just be in the front row screaming screaming at them to play things from their solo catalog. Yeah. Play Boys of Summer. Play Leather and Lace. Play Boys of Summer again. <laughs> Play Rocky Mountain High, you faggots. Play End of the Evident Innocence. Yeah, great song. Yeah, it is, really. Yeah, the Don Henley shit's good. Yeah, Don Henley without the Eagles is good. Um, Play The Heat Is On. He's dead. Play it anyway. But, um, all, the, all their solo stuff is good. I just can't stand the fucking Eagles. Yeah, I don't like them. And it's not because... And they're the, they're the, the highest... Movie, uh, the movie... They're the highest selling... They have uh, the highest album selling album. album of all time, and I don't think it should count because it's the greatest hits, but whatever. That's not an album, right? Yeah, that's yeah, a, it's a, a collection. Compilation. But it is the highest selling. It goes back and forth with that and Thriller. Hmm. Remarkable. All right. You guys done? Yeah. D-U-N. All right. Here's a little more Lana Del Rey for your life. Oh. Thanks for listening, you quiz. Episode 219, over and out. <laughs> <laughs>